say that if they let me in that bitch, I do some damage. That's a good wow, one. Wow, I actually, I, that's delish. It is. It's delish. Episode six. Episode six. Cracked a little BL onto the iPad. Can't hate him for it. And you not, waste not, want not. You're licking it off the iPad. Yeah, listen. No sense. No sense in waste. Listen, under the lights, MMA podcast at under lights MMA on Twitter. Let me tell you something. We can you can, you, can somebody just email us at underthelightsmma at gmail.com and in the subject header, I want to see draining the mailbag spelt M A L E. Draining the mailbag, and we will take your emails. We will obviously sift through them. There's going to be dozens, maybe hundreds. <laughs> We're going to sift through these fucking things. And what I want to see is, I want to see some grimy shit. I want to see some accurate shit. I, I, accurate shit. Unknown. Unknown. What do you I mean just, by accurate shit? I don't know. You mean like uh, picking uh, up on our mistakes? You're talking about? Yeah, just you know, you you want to you want to call us out on something? Great. You want to you want to get a little FaceTime? Great. You have a, an honest question for us so we can riff on something? Great. Talk a little shit, call us out. I, I'm I'm good with all that. I just want feedback. You know, no press is bad press, as they say. Now, I think almost every episode we talk about the name of the show, yep. this and that. Sure. I know, like you said, people are panicking since we moved to the new studios. Are we still under the lights? Can't it is me. at night, but. It is ironic because, mm-hmm. as the intro song says, "All of the lights, all of the lights" by yeah. Kanye. We're using them all. We're not though. There's we're, two, we're, there's we're two lights Hanata? in the studio. <laughs> we're not though. Hanata. There's two lights in the studio. The one above us is not on. That's very true. They it might be the best. It's so hot in here again. It I might just be better say, off that it's not popping off. It's hot as fuck. I feel like the recording volume's too high. It feels like a little fuzzy in my ears. Listen, so something hope that, it goes something that the listeners should know at home that. We had trouble here. Adam Bar- not even that, because Adam Bar- Mayor over here is an absolute perfectionist at everything he does. Again, for better or worse, gift and a curse, it's a double-edged sword, whatever yeah. cliche line you want to use. That li- lends itself to us taking about three hours to get set up. We got over here at what time? I don't know, maybe like 8.39. 8.39, and just to explain, because myself yeah. had a little uh, conflict this weekend. I went, up to, I went up to, uh, shipped up to Boston you to did. watch the Yankees get spanked by the Red Sox. Terrible situation. Yeah. So we went social media, everything dark to stay away from the fights and the results and everything. Not an easy thing to do. Especially for me, like, like we mentioned on previous episodes, I'm addicted to my phone, so it was very hard. I actually caught myself out of habit opening up Facebook, opening up Twitter, opening up Bleacher Report, mm-hmm. and right away hitting the home button back to make sure I didn't see anything. And I, Yeah, I, I jump on Twitter a couple times accidentally yeah. too. It's just, do- it's just like... I dodged everything, and, and again, just a full, full, uh, full disclosure for the, the fans at home listening. Sure. Uh, we did. And we, I went over to at the original studios. Yeah, we were we were back under the string lights. Kids. Right tonight. For those of you in England who are listening, or do you want to timestamp it? What we're, where we are, where we are. Sure. Right yeah, now? it's twenty after ten on I don't know the date, August fifth. Right. Um, so the night after UFC two twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. It's actually uh, it's nearly it's nearly twenty four hours actually. We're just past twenty four hours uh, of when the pay per view would have kicked off last night. And, um, you know, like Dan's saying, we just went with an organic watch, clean. We, we, we uh, illegally streamed it, uh, to, you know, <laughs> proud to say. Um, saved ourselves 65 bones. Saved myself 65 bones. That's true, Dan was I was not contributing to that. Um, and, you know, we, we, I think we covered all the bases here. We watched the prelim fight that, that kind of got... Kind of got Cray in the second round there. I don't remember either guy's name, so that's positive. Lions, maybe one of them? Uh, Johns and... Johns. Uh, 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 Munoz. 
Okay, so nothing like what I said. No. And then uh, and then we went to the pay-per-view, and we watched them in succession, um, just to be, be cautious that we would catch a spoiler maybe in the broadcast or whatever. And really fucking glad we did. Oh, my God, what an Jesus. insane pay-per-view. And we, we kind of did, like, five pre-recordings, so it's kind <laughs> of apropos that this is uh, recording Sace. And I will say once again, because I did it earlier, um, non-recorded, Demetrius... Mighty Mouse Johnson is no longer, yes, no, you don't have to clear, clean out your ears. He's no longer the flyweight champion of the world. Henry Sahu? Sahu Doe. Sahu? Sahu Doe. Who bets Sahu? Alright, listen. Okay. Are we gonna Henry motherfucking Hudo dethrones the most well defended champion of all time. And, yes. and you know, up until now, uh, well, he still is, but up until now, constantly battling for that GOAT title. Um, and again... I think, I think DC right now is probably going to you know, yeah. put his chest out a little more than he would have the day before. But It's interesting because as we're watching it, it's funny because your... can't believe this. Holy your uh, your lovely fiancé there actually took a picture unbeknownst to us as she we're... Did. We got our hands over our mouth watching the, the thing on the, on, yeah. on uh, Atlan Barway Mbay's uh, laptop. Very at, at his apartment. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're all into it. And, and as we're watching it, you actually said, it's pretty interesting, you actually said, I think it might have been the fourth round or so. Because mm-hmm. I think I picked, I picked T, uh, DJ in yep. the fourth round by TKO. So we, I was really getting into it. And I was like, wow. And then you actually, I think, said right around there, you're like, you know what's funny? I haven't been scoring this in my head. Just, yep. cause, which is good. You're just enjoying the fight yeah, as was I. so wrapped up in it. And I, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it again to see. I mean, listen, DJ was a professional through and through after it, uh, in his interview in the cage. He handled it so well. Um, Can you handle it better he than might, that? Yeah, maybe backstage. Maybe once he kind of gets a look at it or maybe gets some stuff. I don't know. It's, it's, we, we talked about it. I think I might have been on the first our first episode talking about how you have to definitively, you know, you know it's almost like instant replay. Like you Correct. have to... It has to be definitive, you know, evidence that you overturn it. And, you yeah. know, so you have to wrestle. And we, we were, I actually argued, no, you know what? If it's razor thin, but if the one person won, they won. So, like again, you're saying, you again, from a purist standpoint, athletically, if you're going to compete, what would you say? It should be whoever won the fight. No, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like you don't you don't go watch a guy throw and you go, oh, well, you know what? He's a legend, so uh, one hit is a no-hitter. No, no, a right. guy throws a fucking no-hitter or he doesn't. So, in this case, it, it's, well, baseball you know, to, to Dan's point, it's like... And, and it, traditionally in, in um, combat sports, it doesn't work this way, but it should. Did Henry Cejudo win this fight or not? I don't care if it's by, you know, what, what's your metric? Who knows? But did he win it by one strike, hold him down for two seconds longer than DJ could have in terms of Wachtaguan control and whatnot? It doesn't matter. Did he or did he not win this fight in the rawest, most pure form I mean, I, I, we can't say. I, I, yeah, maybe no. you can say better than me. Well, I know that I was watching. I was so engulfed in the action the and I was also drunk I've been drinking all fucking day nobody That's should be shocked true. by that um, and I'm continuing now just because otherwise I think I'd crash pretty hard but that, that fight had my adrenaline up as much as as much as any that I've watched and, and one thing I will say that I was so so proud of just as a fan of this sport was hearing the crowd appreciate yes. the, the, the most minute details of this fight Watching watching DJ work the hips, I know it sounds sexual, everything does on this pod because we're just constantly thrusting. Fair. Um, but just just him him pulling switches and stuff on, on a on a gold medal Olympian on the ground and, and getting at it. Like I was saying to Dan mid fight, Suhudo's being so cautious here, even in, in a position of full control, to give him an inch of airspace because if he does, 
you know, DJ, ha- he capitalizes so quickly and finds a way to scoot his hips and get up. And it, that, that shit it should not get overstated. It's, it's incredible to watch these guys, this chess match that goes on and positionally they're so aware. Um, but I, I really, I love the fact that the fans got into it because, you know, at this light weight class and for a pay-per-view to have just nothing but, nothing but light guys and, and super quick guys and all the rest, fine. But Usually they go overlooked and everything, and, and sometimes you'd have a light heavyweight fight or a heavyweight fight on this card that would overshadow it. There was no ability for that to happen here, and uh, I, I loved the way that it played out. I liked hearing the energy in the crowd. But, for, but as far as scoring the fight, again, we weren't scoring as we watched it, but I had the feeling, and again, maybe it's, it's a little bit of championship uh, champion bias, mm-hmm. but the the exchanges and, and just... Uh, you know the striking. I felt DJ definitely did more than than Cejudo did. Mm-hmm. Uh, not maybe by a ton or what we're used to, but he, I thought he definitely did. So that started leaning me towards a, a DJ decision. But also the takedowns or the grappling exchanges, and when Henry got him down or was on top of him, like you said, the slightest opening and he sweeps out of it. He was so there, there wasn't much damage done while Henry was on top. Totally even as the totally fight went on, he controlled him a little bit longer while he had position, but mm-hmm. there wasn't any. Strikes or definitely no significant strikes landed while he was on top, at least that I can remember. That at the very definitely never hurt him. The only time I think he might have hurt him was at the end of the fight when they were exchanging. Uh, on, on yeah, the I mean, I, th- but, I think he landed. He landed a handful throughout the fight uh, on the feet, yeah, here but, and there. but on the ground, like you're saying, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I don't think that he did anything, uh, you know, abundantly significant, and it, well, it's probably uh, redundant. But I don't think he, you know, he didn't drop any big bows, not even any body shots that might go unnoticed to the naked eye, but that maybe you and I would pay more attention to. There was nothing where you're like cringing, like, "Ooh, DJ just took a big one," like a couple more of those, and the fight could be in question. Yeah. It never got like that. It was more just so interesting to watch. You know, like I'm saying, the chess match and just watching every little twitch make a difference on the ground because um, I don't know these these guys are really a lot more evenly matched than 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 a, an average fan might think, and people would just look at the numbers and 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 the history and the resumes and all this kind of stuff. I mean, Henry Cejudo on the 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 very highest level and the highest uh, platform to to athletically compete. And the guy, is, he's always come out on top. So to see him come back and do this, I don't know. I was, I was nearly at a loss for words. I mean, I, I was almost speechless. It was, it was epic. I mean, really, really, really exciting to watch this. And you know what made it even crazier? More, maybe, I don't know, maybe more epic, but crazier and just uh, the first round. Yeah. That weird. Oh, my gosh. I thought the fight was over. Toe, we, yeah, over. we were like, "Oh, this is over." That's no, actually, you, you uh, let me let me stop you there. Stop like you there. did earlier, a couple episodes back, you actually stopped me when I said that because I was all you know. Uh, for those of you who who don't know, on the previous episode, I picked Suhudo KO first round. So I was kind of in my mind, I was all in on watching this fight, just you know, watching DJ collapse here. And when I saw that awkward step he took. I panicked and I was like, that's it, that's it, that's such a shame, that's such a, oh, it's terrible. Guy's been working his whole life for this. I was like totally off the deep end. And Dan was stopping me and he was tempering my expectation for the fight to end just like that. He's like, not so quick, who knows? No, he's switching stances, I don't know. I know it's weird, he's still fighting, you know, he's still fighting goofy, but like, I I think that he's still moving pretty well laterally, you know, so I'm just saying to your credit, I think that you you were kind of not so fast, I think this fight's still happening here, give it a second. And, and, you know, whatever did go haywire there, he talked about, I don't know, a nerve or a muscle. Yeah, he said he got fight. kicked in the calf and that it might have been. He wasn't sure on Joe Rogan basically led him to the conclusion of, was it like something nerve, like a nerve, trying to just kind of, you know, yeah. kind of hit your funny bone. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
and you kind of lose, awkward, it kind of comes yeah. back, and, and it's just really no explanation other than just being some weird nerve thing, you know. The human body's fucking weird, man. And I think, well, your your body's all fucked. Oh, I mean, mm. I mean, do you want to transition to that? Danny Root Canal. I don't know. You know, you can't get a break. You I mean, I break. really, I really can't. If he's not getting drilled in the tuchus, he's getting drilled in his mouth. You know, the kid's just <laughs> constantly catching it. He's always on the receiving end. That's one thing you'll That's know about that. An interesting always way of looking he's at it. He's a power bottom. He's always, you know. It's funny because coming into Where's this the pod, of power bottom, the opposite. I don't even time know. out. Coming into this pod, I was so confident. I was like, I'm gonna tag the. Fuck out of you mm-hmm. because to be fair, you were a mess on the way over here. You were a fucking mess, I'm and I was like, "There's no way that we're going to get all of everything plugged in right and working." Yeah, but so far you're up uh, on the scorecards on me, and I don't Appreciate really like it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to talk about my fucking root canal. That's again, fine. But yeah, the point, it's, the not point is, uh, it's just your body. Yeah, I'm always I'm just falling apart. So, so just so you know, I haven't been ignoring you. I'm actually looking up <laughs> significant strike counts because I'm super interested to see how this shook out. Okay, and. I don't know why it shows round two only. This is very strange. But total strikes, uh, DJ 30 of 44, Cejudo 19 of 42. Like Take that. down Cejudo 1 of 2. Now, these numbers are wrong. These are unofficial. He took him down more than once. So this is this is wrong. I'm going to back up. Well, great, great addition. Great addition to the breakdown. Of yeah, the I'll, just, uh, I'll go mean, back to fucking myself. I mean, um, well, what are we doing? Uh, I'm, I'm actually I'm going on to fightmetric.com. We'll see how this shakes out because I was just on Reddit or something. I didn't, why didn't would build you do well. that. I don't know. I panicked. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, well, I was going to go on to something else, but if you want to keep, um, keep on this fight, which I, I totally understand because well, I thought, as, I mean, as usual, we were going to start from the bottom up. We should have, but I just... But, it, yeah, that was just so epic. It's kind of like I the way that I opened with how uh, how I thought, you know, how I tried blowing uh, DC, and you're like, is he dead, this and that. I felt the same here with, with D. I mean, I got to say, that this is incredible. I mean, this is another... This is a once in a maybe once in a generation thing to watch unfold. You've got uh, I don't I don't have them in my mind perfectly, maybe in order, but you've got GSP, you've got Anderson, you've got John Jones. I think it goes it slightly scrambled there, and then you had DJ who overtook the the title defense record at twelve. Um, so maybe I flip flopped uh, GSP and John Jones or what have you. But either way, th- this is I mean. This is astounding that somebody would have 12 title defenses in this era. Um, It's incredible. And for it to go down like this, and then to have DJ, like you alluded to, handle it like such a professional gentleman, you know, this is the gift and a curse with his personality, right? It's like he has no ability to hype a fight, no ability to no ability to pump his name and, and all this kind of stuff. But in the same vein, instead of coming back and being a cocky piece of shit or, or not even, I don't want to be too dramatic here, like handling it poorly like a poor sport like a J.J. Wood or even more extreme cases like a Ronda Wood, that extreme competitor, DJ is still on that level with the the extreme competition and everything, but he's so level with his personality, his blood pressure doesn't move a tick. The guy fucking yeah. loses a, a decision his whole life Essentially, everything he's worked for it just disappears in a, in a in a flash and a split decision. He goes, "Well, hey, hey it's a good fight. Well, what are you going to do?" It's he, fucking crazy yeah, to watch him. He, he exemplifies what we want in an ambassador for this sport yeah. and for the company. Yep. But it's not what they want from what Dana wants. Yeah, it's the yeah. first thing from what Dana wants because it's not what sells, and it pro- yeah. it's the proof is in the pudding. The greatest of all time has, is uh, is the co-main event, and I get it. Yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. But it's like. And it's not it's not his fault. Like, listen, he's not supposed to be a promoter. It does help if you give the promotion some material. Like, yeah. I mean, listen, obviously, Connor is, is the, the greatest at giving that material because oh. it, it's natural to never shot it. Yeah. But 
at the same time, it's not the job of the fighter technically to promote the fight. You know what I mean? It, he's not in the it, It's the promotion. Yep. That's right. the whole point. Yeah. I mean, they, that, that's the, the definition of, yeah. of what they are. You right? don't necessarily need the sound bites. You can, like you said, you could, you, the, the suplex into a fucking arm bar. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And that got no play going coming into this fight. And now I guess, not that it doesn't matter because Henry won, but that's what kind of, excuse me, Leaves me what I was going to go and staying with this fight. Yeah. Like I said last podcast, I think a good idea to wrap things up is to who or what's next for each it. fighter. Yep. Um, I don't understand the tact actually from both of them after the fight. Cejudo goes right to, I want the, the winner of Cody TJ. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, fuck you. On a split Listen, decision. Great moment. Tremendous. Yeah. 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 Split decision. Guess what, dude? Um, you might have to fucking give him a rematch. It's 1-1. Yeah. Yep. And you, you didn't you didn't blow his tooth right. out you know, in the first round, like shoot right. a front tooth into the crowd. He finished something. you, and now you just want a split decision over the greatest defending champion yeah. Uh, duh, you got to run it back. And you know, it, sa- it says a lot about DJ also, right. just in that it's like, who the fuck wants to have to go do that again? And who the hell wants to go meet Matt Hume and DJ again in a cage and be like, you know what, I think I can figure out this puzzle again. That's It's almost impossible to do. So the fact that he even accomplished that feat, he's like, get me the fuck out of here, on to the next, let me get a big paycheck and move on with my life. Because who the, who the hell wants to go another 25 minutes with that freak? Yeah, and it's weird, though. I Not because he, he did an amazing job, but you know what I mean. I almost, like, I almost got the sense that when Suhuda was talking, like he was actually kind of taking a shot. And maybe, again, because... You were going nuts. I was still kind of like in shock a little bit, and not so. I was like, "Oh my god, it was highway robbery," because right. it wasn't that, uh, yeah, that bad. But so. I was just like, "Oh my god, this just came to an end." It's crazy that it seemed like he was almost. And maybe it was. It was. Uh, it got railroaded a little bit by what was going on in the room, but also like the crowd. It almost like sounded like he was taking a shot at DJ. Like I want to go up to one thirty-five and challenge yeah. for that belt. You're right. Almost implying like DJ doesn't, and it came out this week that apparently. DJ did accept the TJ fight, yeah. and he got injured, and, he, and then TJ was booked with Cody, and he was like, all right, and now he's saying he's over, he doesn't want to do that fight, so... Uh, so complicated. I, think, I just think it's so obvious that they got to they gotta run it back, but which, which what was weird is that DJ, I guess being the almost too much of a gentleman after it was like, when they interviewed him, because he wasn't knocked out or anything, so they, it's okay to yeah. interview him in, yep. in the octagon, yep. and was like, hey, you know what, Henry won, he's the champ, and uh, back to Jordan Bar, we'll see what's next. No, no, let's not see what's next. Okay, we're gonna. He just said we're obviously gonna run it back. It's one one, and you know, best of three rubber yeah. match. What's what's what is? I don't understand what's so difficult about that. So so here's, and I, I I fully fully agree with you, and it's it's odd. I mean, it's like nobody was clamoring for a Cejudo, you know, a, a Cejudo super fight here. I mean, um, mm-hmm. could could they after another handful of wins? Yeah, of course anybody could get behind that, but, yeah, but it's not I mean, this, this is really really obvious that this needs to be a rematch. I don't think anybody would dispute that. And I think, actually, if you're going to follow the storyline and follow um, something sexy here, I think the fans, like I said, the crowd noise, everything else, I think even Dana, I'm looking forward to going back and watching how Dana describes this. I hope to God he doesn't get behind Zahudo and go, oh, yeah, this guy, this and that. I, I hope that he's, in a way, you know, kind of collecting himself a little bit and getting back behind DJ and saying how incredibly impressive this is. From Henry Cejudo because of what Demetrius Johnson is. You stopped it right there. You stopped it right there. Does that sound like one? I got two points here. One, does that sound like something Dana would do? Being the uh, grudge holder that he is. No, the answer is no. I don't know. Two. I don't know. Does he have a grudge against DJ still? I'm not sure. I don't. I don't, know. I don't, I don't think know. he. he can I get think rid the of his money. Brothers. The money is in the, the the trilogy now with these guys. Possibly, but if there is any money. Can I, can I mention the second point, which yeah. is which is 
what I picked up on, yeah. but you also did how I get it. It was a big moment for yeah. the for the for the promotion for the history of oh, memory. Dana couldn't get that belt on Cejudo <laughs> fast enough. He that he it had, well, hold on, first of all, it was upside head. down. It was upside down. It was. It was upside down, and he literally ripped and it. And the belt broke it. Yeah, he snapped. I think he snapped it. Well, it's Velcro. But he was so excited that, that DJ lost that... I mean, maybe I'm reading it a little bit, but it, it was a little aggressive. He puts it on him upside down, and it's just an absolute mess, because Dana just, just was... It's a fucking disaster. Dana, Dana was just, like, panicked. I mean, he was just... I don't know. I, I, I was just going to let you know I got I got the metrics up for good here. Give me the, for me whatever the it's worth. And, you know... We know that there was a lot more leg strikes by DJ and stuff like that. I mean, he was doing a ton of damage mm. to pull the belt. But so you've got DJ on significant strikes, eighty-one out of one thirty-four. So he had a sixty percent significant strike percentage. I said percent uh, bookend there, front and back. But he 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 had eighty-one significant strikes, and Suhudo only had fifty-one of one forty-seven. So Suhudo threw slightly more and landed less. Yeah. So worst percentage and correct the total strikes one twenty-one to eighty in DJ's favor. But then the takedowns, which obviously are a big deal, and we sure. don't want to overlook them. Absolutely not. Uh, apparently, DJ had one of two. I don't know if that was in some kind of a scramble and a transition. And Cejudo landed three of 11. And Cejudo passed guard twice, so that, that means something as well. So he had a positional advantage. Um, I don't have like a, a, a time of control on the ground and things like that. I think that plays into this, too. I think it wasn't it wasn't um, overwhelming how much time they spent on the ground with DJ in the bottom yeah, but I think Cejudo I, I think he I, it wasn't a ton of damage being done but I think that he, he took him down like we're seeing here three times in five rounds and I think that um, it, you know if he spent a, few, a handful of minutes on the ground on top that goes for something there too so there was control there but look you know whether whether uh, we watch it back and, and we say you know I'm not so sure I think that DJ should have retained it or not I, I don't know but um, this was a phenomenal moment, and we we can move on from here. Yeah, we agree with you because I think it's, I think it's great though yeah. that in that since we started this pod, like so many crazy things have happened. I mean, this is the yeah. world. This is no, the, world it, of the UFC, yeah. regardless. Yeah. But I mean, Jesus Christ, DC. Now this, and you know, never short on just like epic historic moments. Though, yeah, and, it's, and again, I I, couldn't, I can't tell you how many you know Facebook, t- Twitter threads and things that I read about. Oh, the next two cards suck. Blah, 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 blah. I couldn't believe that going into it because yeah. you had the fucking goat. Fighting to you know for his legacy and Suhudo trying to knock him off. Um, you you got the TJ Cody thing again and again. Yeah. Like I said, it doesn't matter what it looks like on paper. You never know how it's going to go. And again, we didn't watch the whole thing. We watched yeah. the three last three fights on that pay per view and yep. one on the one on the prelims. Yep, and they were all they were all great. I yeah. mean, and and for the record, just to throw this out there, um, we we absolutely never do that. But the the way the circumstances turned out. Dan was coming back from out of state, came in, and this is how dedicated we are to trying to get this thing moving here. He comes in on a Sunday night. My babe is cool enough to hang with us for a little bit there and, and crack a couple brews and, and watch, watch the fights. And um, there we are just trying to trying to piece together as much material that we thought was really worthwhile as we could. We're also trying to keep these a little bit shorter, which I'm not I'm not helping right now by just bullshitting, but <laughs> we, we're trying to keep these you know inside an hour and a half. So if we're going to do so... Um, the idea here is, you know, catch the fights, don't miss any 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 big moments, and then get right on the mic and release information, whether it's a preview or, or a, a recap, as as soon as we can while it's still relevant. So, you know, there's a lot of uh, because like we, we usually do sprinkling MMA news of the of the week, right. or, and there's plenty happened, of that. And, but and we're not going to touch listen, that. Right. We're not going to go into the, the press conference and all stuff. Yeah. We are going to cover that on like a different podcast because there's yeah. a lot of things that need to be touched on there. There's no way that we can go into that. It would take up too much time. So yeah, 
Uh, yeah, so this, this is deliberate in the sense we, that we only watch the few fights is kind of all I was saying. So Most what, often we're going to watch them all. Why don't we do this to wrap it up? We'll talk about our, our picks and where we are. Um, oh, I can't wait. With, I, with you know, I'll let you do the right. first, first of all, let me just say this quickly. What, what do I got wrapped around my waist here? I was going to say Am I the underground king or what? I was going to say that. Am I the Eddie Alvarez of this podcast? Listen, there's going to be... Listen, just just, just everyone listen. I'm the people's champ. There's going to be a lot of pictures and videos from us watching and... The, the watching these fights yeah, and, and coming over here and whatnot. Alan Lombardo MMA may or may not be wearing a white belt with no stripes on it. I said that's what I earned in right. Jiu-Jitsu. So that's where was that there, again? Baby. That doesn't exist. That anymore? was uh, I was at Soka BJJ. Mm. So Robert Drogue, shout out, damn my roots on the ground down south. So it's 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 clearly I'm guessing a bathrobe uh, belt that's either yours or Angie's. I'm not sure. Be, it might be a gi belt. You don't know. Don't just, don't assume. It's pretty furry. Yeah, it's a robe. <laughs> this yeah, guy, it's a fucking robe. I wish, I, I, wish I wish the you know thousands and millions of fans could have seen your performance after that fight and yeah. the main event. Uh, was hype, man. This was like one of the, I mean one of those memorable. God, you're right. You know what you're saying? Of, this has been so good since we started doing yeah, this. These fucking fights have been insane. Your since celebration. It was a lot more. Let's bring it proper. Your mm. celebration coming in. To yeah, for, for those after those two fights reminded me of, and I made a promise to myself that I would try to shoehorn this into every episode. Okay. To myself, I haven't told you this yet. Yeah, okay. Your celebration reminded me of. You don't know remind me of. What's that? When Roundtree. <laughs> when you're leading with your gut. <laughs> you're leading with that fucking. When Roundtree that, that with his trip. natural. Power over Gokan Saki you were, knocks him out flat like I call. When you were leading with the second trimester, and I was. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's I, what I said. It was a lot more flexing and. Uh, well, all right. So listen, let's wrap this up. We're talking about our picks. So, so I can't. I cashed in on this fight as well. Huge. So he had Suhudo, and we had the, the, the crazy value tick, because tick, 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 tick. actually afterwards I was looking at it and the value went down on both of the, uh, on every pick that you basically picked and yeah. I was like well yeah. good thing you we recorded we did for your sake yep. so you got um, Sahura at plus four ten so plus four ten you didn't you scoring it, it wasn't in the first round and you didn't um, I didn't dick them down so. <laughs> we might switch it up <laughs> what, what we call it, but you didn't you didn't risk the extra two hundred for the fifty so right. you you got four hundred and ten points there right which is I mean for, for what we're doing, I mean, we thought the Derek Lewis win three thirty, which we both cashed in on, was tremendous. Four ten is like unheard of, and in a short season like Dan's going to get into in a moment, yeah, four ten can uh, make or break your quarter. Listen, it, because you know, Alan Bart, Alan over here, we should not be talking about. Oh, you, you, you're 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 thinking all wrong. Your your method is wrong because yeah, yeah. you know we're going to the end of September. We were only doing the pay per views, and I think there's a 228. It's the only one that's. Yeah, I actually, I actually completely lost sight of the fact so, that there's only a handful of events. Per and quarter. it's funny because I thought I was being smart strategically wise mm-hmm. yeah. with you that um, I'm going to let you pick first. It was funny because I was actually going to pick Cejudo just for the points, and I'm like, I had a weird feeling, you know, all that yeah, shit. Yeah. And, uh, and hey, and to at Lombardo Emily's credit, yeah. he texted me when he was at, was it plus 400? No, no, no. Yeah, plus yeah, 400. Plus 400 yeah. uh, on, my, on my site. Again, totally legal. Basically. Uh, and he, he put a nice little bet on that, and he cashed, he cashed well. Yeah, I made, right. a, I made a cool 200. All right, I was, I was trying to tease it as if it was much bigger than that. But cool if you cool be, 200,000. Yeah, put 50 on it, I won $200. 50 Gs, baby. Very nice. That's uh, like nice, nicely done by him. But 50 for, Gs, baby. <laughs> 
He must be laughing at that now. It's fucking millionaire crazy. <laughs> Again, Connor episode coming soon. Um, oh my god, it's gonna be. I think we might do a little bit of a video element for that because I got yeah. some props. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just videotape your dick, just just <laughs> going from completely soft to bonerific. So again, to wrap that, Suhudo, I obviously don't get anything because I picked DJ in the fourth round TKO, which I was, I felt I just felt it was coming. I felt it was we got to once it got to the fourth round, I was feeling so good. I'm like, all right, at least DJ will win. I'm gonna gain some yeah, ground, and boom. I, I gotta be honest, decision. that fight that fight very easily. If, if that if that was unanimous DJ, I wouldn't have freaked out. Mm-mm. And again, we weren't scoring it, and we got to move on, but. Um, and I'm looking forward to watching that again. That God damn, that fucking fight was so good. It was. Uh, I, now, was just, I was just so enamored with the fact that we had a competitive fight in the flyweight division. And this is something that, again, the UFC did a very poor job of promoting the propensity for that to happen. Shocking. Because I think that in this case, this is again like Cejudo is another one with, in this weight class. He's a, he's a generational type of talent. You're going to have a really difficult time getting a guy like DJ and a guy like Henry Cejudo in a cage together, you know, five years from now. Now, there's a, there's plenty of kids coming up and all this. I don't want to diminish what, what's going on um, with these kids that are getting into mixed martial arts, you know, from, from a young age. But those two, so good at their craft and everything else, um, this was a really, really special moment. And I wish that this got bigger numbers. I wish that this got bigger yeah. press. But hopefully, the, hopefully, you know, in the wake of this event, we're going to get a ton of that. I think that we're going to hear a lot of rumblings here. And when the dust settles, I don't think we're going to get a super fight. I think that we're going to get, just like you're saying, I think we're going to get that trilogy but, fight. And, and that's what the fans want. At least that's what I want. Yeah, yeah but that's the problem. That's, that's, what I that's the problem that the UFC's having. I don't want to go down this road right now because it's, it's a rabbit hole. But yeah. that the peripheral fans, or whoever, we want to talk about the people that are on the fence, like, I don't buy every UFC pay per view. I buy if it, if I get excited or peaked by something, yeah. they'll 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 come in for what they think is a super fight. So who knows? Yeah, but I mean, say we're going to lose a, we're going to lose a belt again. Like they're just yeah. belts constantly. You know, we want to we want to build up the belts and use them as as a you know as leverage to get people to buy pay per views, and then we're going to make sure that we just keep slicing one belt at a time out of the picture by by putting super fights on. Then if anybody smart. gets injured in camp or whatever, which happens constantly. Or somebody as a champion who wants to retain the belt and get all the the, the money with their um, their sponsorships and all the rest and do their tour, the, the guy's going to sit there for four or five months with two belts and then you're going to have two two weight classes on hold. So it's not in, in again short sighted. It's it's not making the money in the long term over the course of a ten or a fifteen year return. It's making the money today and it's hurting them in the next six months or twelve months. So let me let me move on. Before we move on, just the last sort. We're not moving on. We've tried moving on. The last thing on this. You got you got a uh, Sahura plus four ten, which is a, I think, and I think you said yeah. a huge factor in why you picked him. You yeah. did think that if hey, if anybody can knock off DJ Sahura, I totally yeah. agree, and that's one. That I said, uh, yeah, I genuinely felt after that we way. talked, yeah. I, I said basically everything you just said was exactly what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. But now I I was almost cornered into taking DJ because it was like why wouldn't I, right? Yeah. But I was just going to ask you because I, I you know I just, was just looking at this. Yeah, you, so much value. Like you know what I got an inkling that he's the one that can do it at yep. four ten. Why wouldn't I? I got a lead on Dan. Now let me ask you something. Yeah. Where would the number have to be on Cejudo for you to go? No. So How actually, would I actually said it on episode sync. I think I said like. Uh, Wait, I didn't, so you I didn't talked say what and, the, I, and I didn't listen. Yeah, I mean, if, you could, if you could believe that, I was going to throw a dig at you, but you know, it's it's just we don't have enough time to really enjoy every every moment of this. But I originally had said I think, you know, for example, had this number been plus one eighty five or something like that, I probably would have left it. Yeah, alone. that's right. I do remember. Now, that. In, now in reality, um, if it was plus. Two, I, uh, if I had to set the, the benchmark somewhere, I'd say, okay, plus 250 or 275. 275 probably would have put you know pushed me over the top, so I'll, I'll stick with that. 
plus 275 for Cejudo probably would have been enough value for me to throw a 50 spot on it. And again, you're going to see that in my real bet. Had I felt uber confident in this pick, which who would, I would have put at least 100 on it, but I put 50 on it thinking, look, I'll risk 50. I think it's very realistic that he could win this fight. The return is phenomenal at 200, but we're not out here throwing fucking money like crazy around. Right. So, you know, if it was... if it was, uh, Which is interesting because you actually have the money to throw around and do that. I don't, yet I do yeah. throw the money around. Is that weird? Hashtag rich as fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, I was trying to play the poor, the poor angle, but, you know, for, <laughs> the, I'm throwing the shtick out the window. I'm fucking swimming in it, dog. So... <laughs> <laughs> to transition to what what uh, fucking white belt feels delicious. We'll, we'll save the main event for the last because that's that's the that's most how it's delicious. Maybe not the most delicious, but what's left. Yeah. So you want to crack a lack that motherfucker? I'm about to yeah. to transition Give to. Me a... Oh Jesus! The I feel like mine are very good. solid. You are. They're solid, but the iPads are just wearing. I'm, I'm trying to leave you some some extra. Go ahead. This is like mm. uh, it's unbelievable. Okay. He just flipped the iPad, everybody. <laughs> All right. So what are we going? We're going Cub and. Uh, here's the deal. This won't surprise me. This is interesting because just the way it went down. Well, the, the, the line on Cub came way down, so people must have been betting Cub, which is weird. Not not weird, but so by um, your standards, I, I would I should have been happy that okay, I got in when it made most sense. I think you got plus three sixty five. You had yes, three sixty five. Right? Very good. Um, but at the end of the day, it didn't make much of a difference. No, I lost, and you you uh, you dicked them down. You dicked me down. Well, this listen, point. this is my one saving grace to, to try to keep it somewhat close going into the last pay review. I you had, down. I had, I I I picked the round, and I also dicked me down. I dicked it down. No, you didn't pick the round. Well, oh, you I, picked I round, but you that's wrong. true. Yeah. That's true. I didn't get the round. You did dick me down. So I got the hundred for the win, and I got the extra bonus two hundred for the rear naked show. Right now, and now you don't lose anything for picking the wrong round because no. that's just kind of like a throw. No, just like you don't lose anything if you pick the wrong thing. You just don't get the right. points. Exactly. Pick, pick exactly. them a fighter. Yeah. Um, now here, from both from both side uh, fighters' points of view, Cub. He, he's that guy at 145, and yeah. they kind of, you know, he's kind of been pigeonholed as the gatekeeper. Where it's yeah. like people up and coming. Hey, you got to fight Cub to get into the top five to, yeah. to challenge those guys, and he they they beat him. Or when he gets his shot at a top two contender, he seems like that guy. Whenever he has a chance to put himself in title contention, just can't win that fight. Yep. Yep. And it's, I don't think it's anything necessarily mentality wise, or you know, uh, you know, sports psychology wise. That's yeah. Uh, you're, you're the expert, so yeah, you no. would tell us. But if, if Dan noticed anything in his preparation, she would yeah, tell us. It's, I don't think, ah, I think it's just, I can tell mentally. He's not I just really think there. it's just one of those things where he's, you know, listen, when it's not, it's not, I don't think like he crumbles under the under the lights. Right, right. I think it's just, listen, uh, step up in competition, that, or there's an up-and-coming fighter. Who, I think this guy, and it's weird, we, we both agreed it's a bad job by us that we, we haven't, we, we, this guy was off our radar. Yeah, yeah. Um, we sh- and we, I surmise that he probably has been on some fight night cards in Brazil and this and that, or where the oh, he, he probably, probably right. We didn't look it but up, but I think you're right. Deep. I mean, stuff that we, you know, wouldn't be as high profile in the States. I mean, if the guy's ranked number nine and we don't know about him, not that we're, we're yeah. mad in the MMA community, but, but it, it would be very unusual that we wouldn't know. Let me, but I don't know this, and I don't know if there's a way to find out. You know how the rankings come out every Monday, I believe, and how ridiculously arbitrary and yeah. just overall ridiculous they I mean, are. We're actually, we're entering our way towards uh, towards changing the implication of those rankings, I feel. Well, we're in the community now. <laughs> you know, we like, almost got Kardash. We'll leave all that stuff for down the road. <laughs> dangling, dangling that carrot. That, um, I'm going to dangle my balls on the MMA community, kid. What <laughs> What do you know about wrestling? I can rest my balls on your foot. 
Can't wait for the Conor episode. Listen, oh, so Lord. I'm wondering if this guy, Hanata, was Hanata. not in the top 10 before this weekend. They just to pump him up, you know what I mean? It's because. This promotion. For, for, for example, I, I can think of two examples right off the bat. Yeah. What happened to Felder? Oh, one, Felder. He got, he got fucked. Wasn't, wasn't ranked, didn't fight, and then all of a sudden was ranked. And two, when, well, actually, two and two A. Two things that are related to Conor. When I went, I went to go see him fight Seaver in Boston. Seaver was, they ranked Dennis they, they, Seaver? Yeah, they pushed Nola? him up to like 14 or come something on, stupid like that. Man. I was like, come Just on. Just so they can put those yeah. digits next to his To make face. it look like, you know, oh, like Connor's not going to actually. He matters. He exists. Yeah, come on. And with, with, with Mendez and Edgar, they, they flip-flopped like right before they fought. Because like when Mendez had to step in for Aldo, then all of a sudden he became like number two or three to make it look like, oh, this is like definitely for the number one contender. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they do it for promotion. So it's they clearly. They ranked mini, mini yeah, Mendez. It's, listen. Not to steal. Well, you know what? I'm not going to go down that road. But I'm not going to say it's rigged. But uh, it's, it's it's it just seems a little sketch. It is sketch. Little, little it is sketch. I wonder though. Again, you're suspect. Is it like is it like the baseball writers where they deal with the Hall of Fame stuff? Like who's who's doing the rankings? I forget now. Is it is it Ariel and the crew like Luke Thomas and them or? Um, it, it, you know, is it somebody part? Is is it part of the UFC UFC promotion? Being that it's not. MMA wide, it's just promotion wide. Well, it's interesting because like, how does that work? I, I don't, I don't know. And again, that's a, that's something for another pod. But I do remember. I forget who we'll it was. Just speak on stuff we don't know. I about, would like to give. I would like to give whoever I heard this from credit. Uh, so I won't guess. I, I heard it somewhere else. It's not from it. But they were like a big reason why UFC switched over to the ranking system was because they wanted to be taken seriously. This, that, and the other thing, promotion wise, because yeah. they relate the person who I heard from related to like college football. So they're like, hey, the, the num- when you hear the number one team is fighting, the, uh, fighting uh, playing the number two team in the right, nation, right, right. that means something to you. You can quantify it. Wait, you're talking about college sports or something? Well, they, they were relating the rankings. Like, why do they do that? Well, the UFC is trying to become a mainstream sport. And, and, and so that when they relate to things that people already established, established and already know, like the college football rankings, they, yeah. they related to like, okay, I understand – that the number one guy is fighting the number two guy to become the to fight the champion. You know what I mean? Yeah, As opposed yeah, to oh, this guy versus you know this guy. Okay, well, where do they stack? You know what I mean? Like, what's what? It's you know, it's weird. So it's I get it that you put a number next to a guy, it, it helps peripheral fans that don't know that this guy's history and this guy's last three or four fights to get to where they are. Right. So you can easily just put a number next to them and be like, this is where this guy is. Even though the way that it's actually done is. <laughs> I mean, no, it's 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 silly and yeah. arbitrary. I'm, and I'm looking it up now again. Not to again, MMA it, match is a like weird thing, and it's not really a thing yeah. where you know, hey, well, this guy beat that guy. That means that that's, this guy could beat him because he beat him. No, that doesn't mean shit. Anybody can beat win anybody. You know, beat anybody on any night. But the when you say is. when when because Joe Rogan talks about this all the time, he's like, wait a minute, you know, the number five guy beat the number two guy. But he doesn't move up. Like, what? How does that make any sense? It doesn't. So oh, yeah, they call him out all the time. This is. I don't like what you're doing right now. What are you, I mean, what are you? What I'm are just. You? I'm looking up who votes on the rankings, and it's just odd. It's it's Christopher Stolt, very strange. Esping from Burstbrack.se. He's probably international. Ken Pishna. Oh yeah. MMAweekly.com. You know who that is? You son of a bitch. Uh, Jeff Jeff <laughs> Kane. Okay, so there's two guys from MMA Weekly, which I could respect. Andreas Hell. I respect more than did it daily. Rob DeMella. <laughs> Romain Kadat. I don't know who these fucking losers are. Uh, I feel like I, I I feel like I could take most of these guys. Clearly. These guys are fucking twats. I think well, there's 14 well, losers I, I guarantee I could take four of them. I think you got a full sense of 
not security, false sense of uh, strength and. You commented on my biceps. I feel like exactly where I was going. You said I had a good pump. I had a good pump. I was like, look at this guy's biceps. I'm very vascular lately. Very vascular. And it was good timing because apparently you said that you've been getting a lot of. You look emaciated. Yeah, a lot of people are saying I'm getting thinned out. I thought it might. I started thinking I might have a tapeworm or something. I'm like, am I fucking? Am I sharing my meals with a with a worm in my intestines or some shit? But I'm actually just shredded as fuck. That's all. I mean. You know, now that I look in the mirror, my dong is still full thrust and my, my arms are pumped. For the record now, everybody, who was the person that brought up dongs first on this episode? Oh, That's you me. probably did talk about dicks yeah, already. Yeah, that yeah, uh, yeah, we can't. That's the story. We're 40 minutes in. Um, so a- after I transitioned to the Cub Hanato fight, Hanata. 10 minutes later. Hanato. Um, Hanato. So, we, so wait. <laughs> can I just. I wanted to say, can I just say a positive? Yes, I didn't want to move away from it until I mentioned something to it. So you go ahead. I feel like I know where you're going. Hanata. That, yes, you know, Cub, being the gatekeeper, he can't move up. He's kind of stuck in that wherever he is, five, yeah. six area, right? Yeah. Now, but the positive is, not only did I um, pick Hanato on my, on my thing, and I got the bonus. Time he did something, huh? But the, the real time. bonus isn't me getting the 200 points oh, for the what, real negative. Then what is it? What, what the real bonus is? Go ahead. This guy's probably not necessarily getting the UFC push, but he's going to be up there and he's going to be a contender now. And we get to say Hananto a fuck ton more. <laughs> it's, a, it's a win-win. You know, I actually never. You know what? Amen, brother. <laughs> fucking man. That's a fucking mid five with a clap afterwards, kids. That's a snap and a clap right there. It wasn't anything funny at all. I was going to be serious in, in the sense that. Um, I think that this is this was kind of a, and this is something that's overused too, but I think it's applicable here. This is kind of an old school versus new school fight in the sense that uh, you got this guy Hanata, mm. Hanata Moicano, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't even know a single thing about him, but I'm thinking ground only. He's going to take him down. Yeah. He's going to get a high crotch. I'm all about them crotches. Mm. Take him down. Get on top. Position, position, to position, and then work a <laughs> arm triangle. Oh, wow, wow, arm triangle or something, uh, you know, to that effect. Instead, in, the way that it played out was Cub is very one dimensional. He's a bit of an old school guy in that sense. Very dynamic on the feet, but he's predictable. It's not like every time you see Cub Swanson, you see a new reinvented Cub, Swan- right. Cub Swanson. Now, I'm not trying to take anything away from him. I think he's phenomenal, and he's been so much fun to watch over the years. Sure. But Again, he's cut from the cloth, you know, back in the WEC days. This is going back a ways, you know. This is when Aldo and him, I think Aldo actually took him out with like a flying knee within seconds of them meeting at the center of the cage back in the day. Um, We should probably fact check that because I don't know if that's accurate. But I feel that um, Cub got a crack at Aldo when, when Aldo was just coming up as like this budding star back in the day in WEC. That's how far back he goes here. And he and he still he doesn't look like he's like super chinny or anything. I mean, this was a left straight that dropped him that maybe wouldn't have dropped him, you know, 10 or 15 fights ago in his career. That's right. that's fair to say, but um I guess my point is this guy Hanato Moikano mm. Hanato well done. was was doing his thing on the feet and it surprised me that he was even hanging with Cub on the feet and it wasn't the kind of thing where he's like, "Oh, I'll spend a minute and a half on the feet and and do the the traditional make him second guess me on the feet a little bit just so he doesn't see the shot coming or, or a jump of guard or whatever. That, that wasn't what this was at all. He actually just stayed on the feet for as long as it took until he landed. He yeah. landed, got on top, 
and then finished them, you know, um, with with a rear naked and to Dan's credit, he, he called the finish. I wonder but, if he did that on purpose. Like if he maybe again, there wasn't like a lot of chatter about this fight, but yeah. I wonder if he was like I want to establish myself against a guy who's known as a banger, kind of a stand up guy, super and be like, you know what, I'm going to stand with them and not take crazy chances and be crazy, but yeah. show that I am at least service. The Hanato is at least serviceable on, on the feet against a guy who, you know, it, it, now he's thought to. I mean, Cub is thought to be an extremely dangerous dangerous fighter on the feet, as he should be. But Hanato, oh. a guy who didn't, you know, didn't, uh, you know, establish himself from from the jump that way. He certainly looked awfully competent on his feet. Let me let me let me, let me tell you how impressive it is. This win for this is, this, this is a joke, I guess. No, I mean, it's not, no, I, I couldn't be more serious. Oh, you're serious. You think it's funny because you, you, you think, think you, can, you pick up my 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 body uh, my body language pretty well, yeah. even when I had sunglasses on that time. The cock. <laughs> that that uh, that time where uh, I look, I looked back, snapped my head back at you. You knew exactly oh, what I was I doing. Exactly I had shades on. You couldn't see my yeah. face really. So, so, but but you're wrong because what I was going to say was what's impressive about Hanato beating Cub. Do you know do you know where I'm going with this? I don't. Who has Cub beaten that's the most impressive on his resume? This shouldn't take more than a second. You're wrong. Do you know who it is? I can't think. He's of beaten that. the goat. Artem. I, 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 I fucking know your face. Like you couldn't. Be. All right. This is why people say. This is why people say that we got something here. Okay? <laughs> he fucking started off stone face killer. Dead serious, and and from you guys listening at home, no reason to think that he's going down any kind of road. I'm looking at this motherfucker's face. I can tell whether it's five seconds away or forty five seconds away. He's about to be facetious. He's about to fuck around with you people. And I was right. He was. He was facetious. Never joking about the goat Artem. 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 I want his arms to be all flowy like. (laughs) You used Artem on me last one. That was great. Um, Did he, he? He fucking crunched our time. Do you remember? Well, well, we were all out in RBC. I don't he know. He had why. no chance. That probably would have been you the easiest fight to you guys bet. All left. I was I was there by myself watching that fight. You were. Yeah, you guys all left. We got banged up. Yeah. They actually had uh, they had Wave Chaser on tap in RBC. First time I ever had Wave Chaser on tap. I was I was gone. I was fucking gone. <laughs> I have a history of of uh, going bye bye. Actually, when we drink mm. mentally, mm. not 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 the Irish goodbye. That's Danny's mm. specialty. His dong that goes Irish goodbye. His physical body goes Irish goodbye. Oh, a whole bit. So, what, so who gives a fuck about this fight? Let's be honest. Well, Does anybody give a yeah, shit? Yeah, no. I'm, I'm just. I guess what, what's next is Cub stays the gatekeeper. I feel bad for Cub, honestly. Yeah, I, and I do. Hanento will move up and you know in the rankings, I'm assuming, and get a, a, probably a top five guy now if he's yeah. nine going in. Um, and again, a, a fighter to keep an eye on. A, interesting fighter, and we get to say Hanato a lot. So to wrap it up. We'll say uh, I got it, and he was excuse me a big favorite. So I only got a hundred for the favorite winning, and yeah. I get the bonus two hundred yeah. because he got the I got the finish, and I did risk it. So I got the uh, I didn't get the round, but I did. You did dick him down. I did dick him down. Yeah. You know, th- there's actually one other small thing I would add too is that I like mentioned Dick? that I mentioned that Cub hasn't uh, hasn't adjusted throughout his career or hasn't evolved. His fucking stash game evolved. He had wow. that creepy rapist mustache. How, how do we not? About I feel like he has evolved actually in a way. He got he's gotten a bit creepier along the way. And I all all kidding aside, I actually love Cobb. I think he's great. But that stash was screaming, I'm gonna drag you up onto the third floor of a place in the middle of LIC, <laughs> right where Dan and I are, and I'm gonna fucking take you 
and do things to you yeah. against your, you know, against your will, mm-hmm. and that's kind of uh, we can relate to that a bit. I, feel. <laughs> I mean, in this it's space, not quite in the space we're in. It's not quite Uncle Creepy, right? Mustache or whatever he rocks. Okay, so with that, I got a total of three hundred from that fight, which is nice. Congratulations, nice. Good luck, good luck catching up. Right, well, that's the problem. You're going in the wrong direction, my dude. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, three hundred from that fight, great. Um, That that was all I got from last night's fight. So I'm at a total of six hundred and thirty points on the season. Yeah. We'll get to at Lombardo MMA's finish once we get to the main event which is coming up. We will get to my finish. Right. It's the most exciting part of every episode, my finish. And we disagree. You're a little salty, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well. Uh where we, we are we're at we're at minute we're in minute forty nine. Clearly we're not gonna do this in, you know, just over ten minutes necessarily. Do you wanna we should probably snip right. it. You wanna gonna... snip it for the Ticket? I don't know where we're going. With no that. one knows. You no. were hoping that I was going to have something. Yeah, no one knows. No one knows. Right, so we'll clip it here. We'll come back. Break down the main event for you guys. Just a couple extra things, and uh, we'll you be right want, back. You want to clip it like a bunch of international dongs haven't been clipped? I, I, All right, we're just going to. We don't Christ. have any good analogies. I'm terrible. Out. Oh my god, that was. You know what? It's so nice. Run I got to do it. Oh, twice. Cheers, babe. Cheers. Listen, Delosh. When we take breaks in between segments, it almost something always happens, and we all, we actually alluded to it earlier that there's always something wrong with me health wise. Yeah. I'm never 100. percent Something always happens, and I think now either it's like sympathy pains or Atlan Barone just wants to be me so bad. Yeah. Listen, this At, wasn't pretty, dude. Atlan Barone <laughs> has an ass injury now. Yep. That's yeah. true. I, that's why you're saying I want to be you because you had the cheek. Yes. This one was a mid-cheek injury. It was a mid. It was. A, <laughs> it would be defined as a mid-cheek laceration, most likely. It I'll was a puncture. puncture. It this was guy, a puncture, listen. Yeah. If he penetrated, he can, right? If you can't get the real thing, he wants the next best thing. Yep. He got some wood. I wanted wood in my cheeks. He got some wood penetrated into his butt. Yeah, penetrated. He gets up. We, you know, we're gonna. You know. Drain the lizards and turn the AC on for a little bit because we're dying here in between segments and try so to hot. cool down a little bit. It's always so hot. This guy gets up, tries to scoot around his, you know, his workstation here for the pod. Yep. And he goes, you know, makes a noise that you got you 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 were hurt. But yep. then he's like, yeah, I definitely have a splinter in my ass. Yeah. He was, I was sure. pretty well convinced that I had yeah. one in there. And he was correct. You want to know why? Because he dropped trout, show yep. trim. Yep. Dan's I got like, in there. Right, you want me to get in there? I was like, I absolutely do want you yeah. to get in there. Just like that Friends episode when uh, was it Monica got stung by the thing. I stepped wow. up to the plate wow. and peed on you, metaphorically. Cool. I went up and I did what I had to do. I grabbed that cheek. I made sure that it got out. I took the picture of it just for posterity. He, he warned me with the cheek squeeze. I actually wish you got a shot of you squeezing the cheek mm. just with cheek fat kind of squeezing out of video, But I was just more concerned yeah. about your cheek for... Yeah, it goes to show where your priorities lie. You were worried about my health. I did. Well, you took my, my, my butt off, obviously. You were well, like, I got to preserve this is, piece. That is top priority. It's fucking dime in the and I And I just pulled that, that bad boy out. Yeah. And you, I mean, listen, you back to 100% or not? I'm not actually. I'm sitting on my, my tush like most people do, and it doesn't feel <laughs> doesn't feel as good as, as it usually does. I feel like, you know what? It feels like a, it's Sunday night, mm. and it feels like most Mondays feel, you know, mm. after a weekend of pounding. I'm not looking forward to tomorrow, I'll be honest. I, in, all, in all seriousness, I, 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 it's like, I wonder, you know when you like, uh, you get poked with like a nail, you step on a nail, sure. and you're like, oh, Every you day know, you gotta, you gotta get a shot or whatever, um, just, just to be safe. 
I'm wondering, do I have to pursue, you know, medical attention or anything? Because it, it doesn't feel great. It feels like something's well, up. Well, listen, when you get a splinter in your ass, it's not going to feel good. It's not like, yeah. you, it's not like you go, it's something you go around trying but to But you do. showed it to me after. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a huge shard of wood. It was like, you know, if that's... Well, you got to work up to bigger ones. It was like a tiny... Yeah, that's true. I'm from not what, stretched out. hear. Yeah, I'm not stretched <laughs> All right, well, it's a true story either way, however you want to put it. Uh, my, my left cheek is... Not the same as it was during segment Uno, I'll tell you that. Segment Dos, a lot of pain. Main event. Here we go. What do we got? I mean, I'm, di- I'm disappointed in the sense that uh, fiscally I, I would have been uh, collecting checks, you know. I, I bet. If, if I had put the money in. Right, I, I, bet, on, I bet TJ uh, with actual money, not yeah. on the picks in That's here. What I was and um, at Lombardo. MMA over here thought that he put a bet in for me as well. Which we went back to the text. Then. Yeah, it was it was an ambiguous text. I feel like it could have been interpreted uh, as as if there was intent there. But if we but I'm always very I'm very very efficient. I go, are yeah. you locked in? Yep. This is this is what wins yep. this. Yep. You're locked in. Yep. That did not happen. Had we gone to an attorney, I'm sure he would have ruled. You know, he would have determined the fact that I uh, was not eligible for the money. Right, especially with the lawyers. So I, 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 I would I think I would have outlawed you there. <laughs> I know some bird lawyers that are very. very It's like my cousin Vinny. You got you got you got Vince coming in, (laughs) coming in hot. (laughs) Your family are amateurs. All right, listen, TJ Cody, dose. I'm not gonna lie, dude. You know when uh, you are not somebody. This guy's good. Somebody, somebody move past this. You know when you you get bit by like a snake and you gotta suck. Yeah, because that happens to me all the time. No, I've never been bit by a snake. I don't know what that is. Okay, well, in all fairness, you've seen on like Bear Grylls and all these other shows. Like, what's his name? Isn't that his name? Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. What's his name? Bear Grylls. That's his fucking name. Regardless, (laughs) you get bit by a snake, and if it's venomous. The, the first thing to do, the prudent thing to do is to suck it out. Yeah, I feel like <clears throat> something's that, going on here in my cheek. You think you might have gotten infected a little bit? I feel like you should suck it out. Listen, if we were I'm not going to lie. I feel like that would be the best thing for my overall health. If you just, you just pucker up, squeeze the cheek with your teeth. Mm. Teeth, cheek, squeeze. Yeah, let's move on. I was trying to reach for a good a good joke there. Yeah, keep reaching. It's still a good joke, but I mean Listen, can we can we talk about MMA talk? Sure, sure. <laughs> That's on me. Cody TJ too. Now listen. This is on me. When the first one we talked about it was, it's actually interesting because <laughs> What a fucking fight. We talked about and I think we both agreed in, in our breakdown uh last episode that hey, they both got dropped. You, you, you gotta move I'm on. Not, I'm not that you got you, you're killing me. I'm not feeling great. All right. I'm going to keep going back to it because you're going to really distract me. You got a white belt on and now uh-huh. we talked about how Cody and TJ, listen, Cody knocked him down at the beginning of the first round in the first fight. What a great and he, fight. And then the second, and then the second round, listen, TJ comes back and, and knocks him out or TKOs or whatever you want to yep. say right yep. now. So we figured given that and given their history and knowing each other and blah, 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 they were going to be much more... Calculated, calculated, cautious, cautious, all those c words. Yep. That. Cons. That they. That they were going to be, you know, listen. That they, they weren't going to go wild. They're going to test and feel each other out for a little bit. Sure. And turns out, not what they did. And they kind of. I, I, I thought TJ was taking a lot of unnecessary. Excuse me. 
chances and leaving himself open a couple times. He, and he, he was, and that's, that's become part of his mo. If there's like any chink in his armor, I think a lot of a that's lot of racist. people have said, um, <laughs> "Fucking Asian." Uh, no, if anybody said anything in their evaluation of TJ's fights, you can draw him into an emotional bout where he he wants to prove something and gets you know it's kind of like tuck the chin, get in there, and it's it's so far away from his preparation with Dwayne and everything, the way that they're, they're so calculated in their oh, approach yeah. and the angles and also the stuff like we've talked about. Um, but it's interesting to see, and it happened again here, where, yeah, in a flash, I think this fight just as easily could have gone the other way, where Cody could have dropped him uh, and, and put him out, you know, uh, pre- pretty uh, definitively with a, with, a, yeah. with a shot with the hands, and it didn't go down that way. Um, and, you know, it's a game of inches, obviously, but... He definitely put himself in the line of fire unnecessarily, which is what you're saying. He's he, he if he stuck to the game plan, he could have outpointed him and probably still finished him, but maybe come out of it completely unscathed. Instead, there were moments where you're like, "Oh my god, you're just you're, you're just biting down." Like, "Holy shit, I don't know who's going to drop here." You know? Yeah, it's like which I, makes it makes it very exciting. Actually. That, yes, but it's, it's my weird heart because- was pumping during this fight. I even made a point to say that to you. My chest was like exploding during this fight. In reality, I, I just I was I was just surprised because like. You would think that, given yeah, like we said, given given what, what how the first fight went and how much they knew each other and all, all that stuff, that yeah. it would would be much more drawn out. And it's almost like TJ went into it. I don't know if he consciously did it, where he was like, "I don't want to hear that." I just not even like he dances around like Dom does, and the, the, he does have crazy foot movement, but it, it's setting always setting stuff up. Whereas Dom is. Dodging and, and really trying to win on points, yeah, basically. Yeah. Not no, it's true. A lot more of a I don't. I, I'm gonna. Play, it's almost like th- that. That thing when you get to that level of confidence where you're like, you know what? I'm gonna beat him at his game. And he went in there and banged. Don't get me wrong. I think that's he think he's looking back at the footage and going, you know what? A lot of people are saying uh, this just as easily could have been me if the shoe was on the other foot. Like he dropped me and uh, like you're saying, saved by the bell and everything on the previous podcast. Like, it, was he just hearing so much of that that? Even though Cody couldn't talk any shit personally, did he read enough in the comments? Like some of these guys get crazy, you know. They jump Maybe. on social media, whether yeah, they engage go. in it or not. They just they're just immersed in all the feedback they get. Do you think that he just read so much into the fact that you know, oh, this fight goes down again, and Cody's going to fucking knock you out just like you should have in the first one? Right. You never should have had your chance to get him in the in the first one because you know if the bell he hadn't sounded, that was mid round. I mean, I'll tell you, but, you know but I, I wonder thought? if that created more urgency, like like I guess you're getting to. Uh, but I wonder if that's what caused it. You know, and well, we'll never know, well, obviously, unless we get them on the pod, which, which we may do. As we're talking through this, uh, it almost reminded me of uh, DC Jones, where Jones uh, Jones is like, "Oh, we're I'm gonna I'm gonna take you down." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "What?" Like and he had did. just something extra to prove. Yeah, it's like oh, I'll be like kind of just the old the old adage of you know I'll beat you at your own game kind of yeah, thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna prove to you that oh you're a whatever specialist. I'm gonna beat you at that. Right, like, I, don't, I don't think he did that on purpose. Yeah, because again he, he again he had he has the bang Ludwig foot movement this angles that he was doing that. Yeah. But there was so many times where there was openings where it was like oh man like, it was like especially in the first round like what are you doing dude yeah. like that's not necessary and that's not your game but it, it listen it worked and he now he can always do that like. There's no way, uh, unless unless TJ cleans out the division and uh, Cody goes on a three or four starching dudes in the first round or two to yeah, have a third yeah. fight because you just got stopped 
twice. It's not like there was a decision and this yep. and that. You got stopped twice. There's no reason for a third fight at yep. all. No, there's not. A- there's at not. all. As exciting as the fights are, and, and like we said on the last one, I mean, if they if they fought 15 times, we, we'd go there and we, we'd get our popcorn, you know what I mean? And we'd watch them fight 15 times. Sure. And they probably had, you know, countless, I mean, whatever, let's just throw a stupid number out there arbitrarily. They probably had 20, 25 just, just full-on spar sessions where people were uh, surrounding the the Wattagua at uh, you know over at Alpha Male just watching these boys throw down because it's electric. I mean they're, they're incredible to watch and it and it's it's just it's such quick twitch. You know you make a, a shave of a mistake or a tiny bit of error or um, you Those know windows you, are very you, small. You, you lapse for a second in your attention span. Yeah, bang, you you're, you're you're dropped. You know in a flash. So it's super exciting these two and, and with that backstory and everything else. Obviously, like we say. It can sell, and it definitely it translates. Uh, it translates into the numbers and stuff like that. But you're, you're going to have an impossible time trying to sell that a third time. Now, something that I will say um, that came up in the other one where I was like, "Nah," I, when you asked me and you put me on the spot, um, which was which was bullshit, and you knew already that he was undefeated going into it, Cody. <laughs> right? I thought back, and I was going to say to you, right, uh, that I thought that he he got knocked out because I know for a fact that Cody had been knocked out prior. It actually was his last amateur yeah. fight, right? That he got knocked out. So now this is look. The guy's not chinny by any by any means. But my, my point to this is, well, this is a guy whose aura and his his whole mystique has been like knockout artist. And if there's like you know he he's it's it's apropos. You're wearing the Tyson Punch Out T-shirt, mm. and we've been making Tyson jokes all night off air. He he was chatting up with Tyson. Him and Tyson. I'm talking That's about true. Cody now. Him and Tyson have this whole thing Stop going on. Where you know Mike, uh, Iron Mike is choosing his spots where he wants to jump in, jump out with certain fighters. Uh, and he loves the UFC and all that. And him and Dana have gotten fairly close over the last few years. So he's kind of um, he's kind of taken a liking to Cody, maybe because of his style, his style or whatever, exactly. his tats, the whole the whole thing, right? The whole package. Well, I'm just saying, you know, you know what I mean. Like he's like he's the bad boy of MMA on paper. Right? Okay. So you look at Cody, you got a neck tat, you got all this shit going on. He's fucking Half the rocking people out and all this. That's, that's fair, but... Um, <laughs> I know what you're saying, though. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 no, you should be sorry. It's fucking rude, actually. I'm just trying to derail you. You know what? We're, we're going we're gonna to pause here. We're really, <laughs> I, I want to talk about how upsetting it is that you'd interrupt me in the middle of a point that I'll never I'll never get that time back. You understand that? You understand what I'm saying? You're wearing my shades. You're in my studio. Okay, yeah. You pulled oh! the splinter out of my ass. Better. Okay, you pulled the splinter out of my ass. You want me to fucking suck a dick for it? Come on, dude. Back <laughs> I mean, off. Jesus Christ. I'm glad that you mentioned to get back on track a little bit. Wait, wait. Hold on. Let me finish this point. This yeah, is important. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know what my point was. Oh, yeah. So, this is my point. So, Iron Mike is getting behind uh, Cody and, and it's in the media a little bit and all this kind of stuff. And this is supposed to be the guy who's like, you know, he's going to come in. He's going to knock you the fuck out. So, he's been he's been flatlined in his amateur career. He jumps right into you know his professional career and rattles off 11 straight. Mm-hmm. Super impressive. Knocked out by by a former uh, a former excuse me training partner in TJ rematch which like I said he didn't deserve but super exciting nonetheless knocked out again now we've got you know he's been KO'd three times in his last was I make thirteen fights um, mm-hmm. you got to wonder a little bit now coming off back to backs at the very least then Rogan would probably say this that's why I'm saying it because I'm picking up on on what he's putting down. 
he should take a little bit of extra time off this time around. Yeah. Don't jump back in and be reactionary and be like, you know what? I'm coming back I in. Back in I want to fight Lineker in two months. Don't, oh. don't, don't be short-sighted. Lineker will fucking turn your lights off too. Mm-hmm. So let's be cautious. This is a division where not a ton of guys are gonna are gonna you know put you out. But we, we're, we're learning as we go here. Precision and and so, I don't want to keep doing this, but your boy, right? The boy keeps showing precision, timing. That's what does it, and we're alluding to Connor, obviously, because Dan's Dan's shaft is, is yep. presenting itself again. Like we always say, when Connor's name comes up, one M for those of you who don't pay attention. Um, beats power, but it, it's, it, it, it is true. You know, there's a button, and if you're not going to hit the button, you get get him behind the ear. You know, if you're going to hit him in the body, don't just don't just aim for the gut, aim for the liver. Right. Precision is everything in this game, like any other uh, athletic endeavor. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to say that Cody is, is chinny and all this kind of stuff, but I'd hate to see a guy like this with all this potential and still in the prime of his career and such an important element to an exciting but but limited uh, uh, weight class here. Yeah. I'd love to see him just like, you know, take the necessary nine months off, let a couple of guys create a little buzz. If TJ is going to potentially do a super fight, which I don't think he should, but maybe Dom comes back now, that's his entrance, come back yeah, in. They had a very questionable decision there. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Great. Let's see a decisive end to that fight too and see how that ends up. And I, I think I think if you want my, again, I always like to do this, but I'll give you my raw take as it comes up. I think TJ finishes Dom in that fight as well. I think Dom's on the other side of um, you know of his athletic career here now with a lot of, a lot of surgeries and all the rest. But... Then, then let him come back and let's see him beat a Lineker, maybe you know, beat another contender, um, and, th- and then work his way back up and, and give you a reason to go and see maybe a third fight. But we're, we're a long ways away from that. But I, I just, I'd hate to see Cody uh, put himself in a position where he, he, he gets knocked out a third time as a reaction to try and get back in there and, and salvage a name. And all of a sudden, you know, he's a guy that you're you're not going to see again or something. Yeah, hopefully he made enough off this fight that he can, like you said, take some time off. And you know I'm a big proponent of that. Like, you need some recovery time and whatnot. I'm sure he'll get a mandatory suspension or whatever, medical suspension or whatever. It won't be enough, I don't know, but at least they are paying attention. And and, and you did go into a little bit of what's next. I was going to hold off on that to the end. But I do agree that I think Dom is going to slip in here and fight TJ next. Um, As he should. It's kind, of, it's kind of the obvious pick, right? I mean, if... if, if as long as he's healthy Cejudo, enough. Unless they put Cejudo and TJ, which is so nah, stupid and short-sighted. I got trouble. I got a problem if, if, if they put Dom back in there, because Dom, I, obviously, he even said, admittedly so, that he was rooting for TJ. He picked Cody, but he was rooting for TJ because he yeah. thought he could slip back in there easily with that. If it right. was Cody, he knew they were going to have to run it back again. Yep. So I think he runs back because, you know, he quote-unquote beat him. I, I was actually... I think I had money on Cruz in that fight, and I, I so I was pulling for it. So, I, again... The betting bias, where I was kind of, I'm like, I think, but even after that fight, I was like, I don't think he won that fight. Hashtag I degenerate get, day. Right, I don't think that that Cruz beat TJ in that fight. I don't. Yeah, close, and, close enough. Close yeah, enough. It's close enough for a conversation but, if we rewatch it. But I, I agree with you. Where they're at, the where they're at in their careers now, I yeah. don't see how TJ doesn't finish him. I agree. I think it's a finish. Might be a third, fourth round finish, but I, I see him finishing that fight. So uh, TJ is incredible. I just want to say, oh man, TJ is. He's become, again, like, this is a guy who came into this game as a raw wrestling talent. And I don't, I don't, I don't know his, his credential, but was he All-American and all this kind of stuff? I, I don't know. I mean, I know he's a competitive wrestler at, the, at a high level. D1, D2, not so sure. Uh, I should probably shout look it my, up. Shout out to my boy Skenga. He definitely would know. I could probably yeah. text him right okay, now. Okay, well, we'll, well you there. probably should know. Well, you know, he takes a week to answer me. So you should, then go He takes a week to answer me. Happy birthday, Skenga. As, as, as most should. <laughs> but, but 
the, the other, you know, the other person that popped in that might be if unless if Dom wants to have a fight first yeah. to get back into the because he's been out for a while and everything mm-hmm. is where it started w- with us as far as you no 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 it was a different fight but uh, I'm talking about Sun Tzu that oh, okay. they stay, they're one one in their <laughs> fights yeah. and they were both decisions he doesn't get enough of Danish one one was split one was uh, unanimous I think that who who Rafael Sun and Dom. No, 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 TJ. Oh, that that could be that could be the next fight. That's not going to do TJ. shit for anybody, right? And I hate to say as that. Far as far as Sun Sal, no disrespect, but you're not you're not selling anything. I'm just trying to think of options. Yeah. What's next? That's what yeah. I'm, I'm not yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're in more. Style. I'm assuming you looked up some of this. Well, that's 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 like, no, no I, I told you in, in between. I'm like, I'm looking up. That's what I wanted to look up. Well, sorry, I'm, I, I wasn't calling you. Well, it was a name that popped into my head. and I was like, let me make sure that I'm right about this. That they're one and one, and that they were both decisions. Right. Of course, I was right. There's not, but, there's not a lot of depth there, huh? No. Well, uh, no, I mean, there's guys... I mean, where's where Lineker at? Where does he belong here? He's super I'm exciting. I know right. TJ, TJ already did his thing. So that's my answer, I guess. He doesn't belong there yet. Well, that's why they might... I don't know. I don't know why I brought him up. But, but, but what I wanted to say was, before we got into what was next and this and that, and we could circle back to it, or or we could say that we covered it already, right. is that I wanted... And you actually mentioned it before while you were talking, and it reminded me of it. I have it written down here, but I also wanted to... Reminded me that I want to talk about this is I don't want to call it a curse, but is there is there a credence to the team alpha male plateau where guys and this could, this could be true for anything mm-hmm. any camp where like even TJ said like I don't understand guys switch camps all the time yeah. why mine gets get so much and it, why was there so much drama behind guys switch all the time I, I guess it's the way that he left yep. and listen. That Ultimate Fighter season with Connor and Uriah, I is a snake in the grass. As, as much as I love Connor, and as much as I think that he does see things that other people don't, on, like on and off the field, if you will, I do think that because even Uriah uh, Uriah alluded to it. He's like, there was stuff that Connor knew that he there's no way he could have known unless someone told him from the inside. So it was almost like Dana White was feeding Connor like, hey, uh, TJ's leaving. You got to have some color. He's going to leave him with yeah. Dwayne and blah blah. blah. And he, yep. so it looked like he had the whole Mystic Mac thing, and it was like. Oh shit! It added drama to the thing, but it also made Connor this built him up as like this legendary being able to see things that other people don't. Yep. And uh, yeah. And, and it was, yeah, he's it was played. I was he's like, played that very oh, well. I almost part. said it. Word for like, I he almost said like maybe Dana told us something. It was weird because he he was like dumbfounded. Like how did he? How can he know that? And, hey, maybe he does pick up on things. You know, he does have a a crazy fight mind. But never mind. Outside question, outside man. the cage, who knows? But the point is. Is it is it is it a thing where at you feel like you plateaued a certain camp and I mean TJ has said it about Team Alpha Male where hey you're you're still stuck at Team Alpha Male and you're plateauing you're, I I'm going all around the world uh, yes went to go train with, with Bang in Colorado or whatever but he, he's in California he's, he go to this camp I think it's good to go to different camps and do yeah this it's and that. important you gotta get exposed I, to these yeah, things, I right? get I get the whole team aspect and like you, you want to like ro- ride with your team ride or die and this and that and, yeah. And, and it brings that family camaraderie element into it, and mm-hmm. that's great because you're all pulling the same direction. That's great. Yeah. But when you get to a point where, like, listen, your team keeps getting shut down. What now? Now it's TJ getting shut, shutting Cody down twice. He's getting, you had, big, he's you getting had Dom. Down, isn't he? Yeah, you had Dom who quote, 
I bought a house by beating your fucking team. Yeah. Like, I mean... Yeah, you're not kidding. Like... Holy shit, they, yeah. Like, it's like, you got you guys figured out. There, there, there has to if be... If anything, it should go the other way. I mean, if, if, if Dom is fighting the same team six times or five times in you a row... Think, you the think. fucking team... I, look, well, they, I'm, not Cody, trying, I'm, Cody trying, I'm trying to be all high and mighty here again. Hashtag, <laughs> oh, high hashtag, and mighty again. Hashtag shout out to John Gayers. I mean, super, wow. super success. Wow. That's super interesting. Super Um... But no, you, you, you get what I'm saying. If you have all those iterations to prepare for someone, you, you, you best, I mean, I'd be damned to be like, there, there's something wrong or there's something lacking in the preparation or the approach if you have that many cracks at someone and you're, and you're not figuring out a way to break down that style and be successful. Again, but to be, to be fair, they've got, they've got Cody, a did, Cody completely outclassed crew. No, he did. So he that, did. That, that is a feather, but that's like the one feather in Team Alphaville's Team Alpha Males cap, yeah. where it's like, okay, that was great, and you totally did, and you stunted on him, and yeah. all that shit it was yeah, great. He, did. he actually did, but it's like, like all right, it was you would do, and but now you got a guy who left saying, "Yo, you guys are all plateauing there," yeah. and I'm on the next, and it's it's proven, proof is in the pudding, yeah. as you love those fucking sayings. That it's like, dude, it's really he, he's he's clearly evolved into an elite elite level. Yeah. Whereas, yes, like you said, Cody. Where did that come from before the Dom fight and then after the Dom fight clearly had evolved as well, but not nearly as close as what TJ has. Yeah. So is there something to, in general, staying at a camp too long or is there something more specific at Team Alpha Male where it's like, listen, we're not bringing enough new coaches yeah, in. they're not like open to cross-training and all stagnant in their thing. Yeah. Listen, we're not there. We don't yeah. fucking know. Yeah. But I just wanted to, I kind of want to throw that at you. Like, what do you think as far as... Team Alpha Male specifically as a camp, yeah. Uh, getting like plateauing is, is no. I mean, I think I think I think it's fair to say. I think that um, again, like it brings me back to almost what I was saying about Cub earlier. You know, and and same same uh, old promotion. I mean, Uriah is he's a UFC Hall of Famer as he should be. Um, before the days of you know being a, a defending champ, before this division existed in the UFC. He was the world's best fighter in his weight class for a very long time when the WEC was the best stage to, to prove that. So right. I think, you know, that, that can't be overlooked. I think the WEC has its place in MMA history, and I think Uriah does uh, as well. It coincides, actually, uh, pretty yeah. nicely. But in the same vein, it's like you've got this old dog that you're not teaching new tricks. And, and Uriah, I think, in his own in his own way, kind of exemplified this shortcoming, if you want to put it that way, where he was never willing to look outside. You know, he had the blinders on and he was like, this is the way I'm hyper athletic. I've got all this movement. I'm quick. I got the great elbows. I've, I've kind of created some, some moves. Like the first time I'd ever seen somebody uh, up against the fence. I think, I, I can't remember who he did it to, but it was really, really impressive. It was one of his title defenses in WEC. Somebody had a high crotch on Uriah, single leg up against the cage. And Uriah jumped with the other leg and need him, you know, need him in the upper chest or in the face. And it was like a flying knee while his other leg was trapped up against the cage. Like, no one's going to think to do this. And he was just improvising and all this. He was the young, electric, exciting guy who you never know, you know, you never knew in his fights what he was going to do next. But that was in an era um, when fighters were a lot more predictable than they are now. Go ahead, please. Can bring, I bring us first. in? Please bring us in. And in doing that, can yeah. I just give? Can I throw you a compliment? Sure. Other than just looking terrific with thank the eyes, so the yeah. tries, sure. and, and the shades. Thank you. And thank you for giving me Jeez. mine because I left mine in the car. Yeah, the land trucks look good on you. Yeah, I couldn't find parking at 
the at Lombardo's MMA Studios today, yeah. so I had to put it in the parking garage. All them bitches uh, parked around well, there. That's looking the for us. But let me just say this. Yeah. I was really, A, worried, but also excited about your... Um, My demise being too drunk or something? Yes. Yeah. And I, I wrote down... A couple words that you got that you didn't that I would expect like exemplifies yeah, like, that yeah, you yeah. would definitely yeah. stumble on you didn't yeah. and all of your sayings tonight yeah. have haven't been matched together have been correct am I hundred percent so I think that you haven't been drunk enough for the past episode oh, what the problem is Christ. so <laughs> is that what's going on well, hey listen I'll take I'll take the uh, talking, like, th- I'm writing it down like this guy keeps getting the sayings like right guy, he's, he's not stumbling on words this is and he's using them correctly yeah something's up um. I think I think I felt like I had to try to be and look. I'm going to look back on this one. I, I, I'm I'm already I'm a bit of a pers- uh, perfectionist. So uh, I can't just, speak a, just after I said you weren't. I am. A, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, as Dan has alluded to. Yes. I'm a little bit obsessive. She's good. Cause I'm, I'm not definitely a little bit neurotic. And uh, in between uh, one of our breaks that we took, I was like, ah, oh, this one sucks. I'm all over the place because I was I was bruised up. I drank a lot today, and I'm, I'm continuing right now. But. Mm. Um, I appreciate the compliment, and uh, I was actually I'm trying to do a little bit of a better job on the spot, not to, not to ignore you because it's it's not right, but to actually look things up um, so I could substantiate some of the things that we're talking about. And a guy that is next, in my opinion, who we met, I, should I put you on the spot? I'll put you on the spot. What, at one thirty-five? Yeah, at one thirty-five. Oh my god, this guy is so exciting, and 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 I I don't I will forgive you if you don't pick up. Oh, on this. was it the, was it the gentleman that we we. Wait, do we actually meet him or not? I think you know. Did we met? Did we meet I know, him or not? Okay, I'm we, proud of you. I'm really, if not? you don't get his name or not, I'm proud of you because you're on to the right guy. Go ahead. But just we answer. did not fully meet him. I made eyes with him. I uh, I haven't. And actually, I'm me saying, wrong. Oh, no, let me do it this way. Me saying I made eyes with him. I'm rhyming with his name. I made eyes with him. His last name. I made eyes. I made eyes. I know who it is because you. It's Marlon Marat, and I know it kills you because you had it. You're almost there, but you, we would have waited all day. Because yeah, because you went to the side of the bar and he sat down. And yeah, like, he was oh, playing with his kid. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I was we like, debated, and I was, and I was like, and, and he was like, mm, and we were like, nah, we should punt. I felt uncomfortable just going over. Like he knew that I wanted to say yes. hi to him, and, I, and he didn't engage in me. Right. So I'm like, the body language was like, hey, yeah. come over. We just yeah. he was just it wasn't happening. And I almost postured up like, oh, you got a fucking problem with me? Yeah. Like, uh, which I, which honestly, right I think he's he's better for it than I didn't. But, yeah, that's uh, a good but point. I, I considered clapping him up. Um, I, I think he's well, got a few pounds on him. I feel, like, I feel like my cock is a little bigger than his, but uh, it's not a cup of dish, you know. Again, it's not a cup of dish. <laughs> Again, yeah, it's on me. This one. Now I'm getting head now. I love okay, it. Okay, so let me let me uh, let me say this though. Out of out of guys in that weight class who who've done. You know, kind of, kind of been more of a standout. He came from another uh, promotion, right? Mm. Sixteen of his last seventeen fights, he's been in the green. He's in the dub. Wow! The only fight he, he's sixteen of his last seventeen. Who did he lose? And this is interesting. He lost her a sun sale. Oh wow! Okay, so that's kind of it. it kind of shakes things up. But it that does. was four fights four. ago, and it was a split decision. Okay. So it doesn't have a, a tremendous amount of merit. And as some say, he, he's battled injuries the last couple of years, so he's kind of been off the radar, like on again, off again. Super talented. He's incredible. I don't want to take anything away. But if a guy has momentum and a little bit of, you know, a little bit of flash and a little bit of, you know, potential star power, Marlon Marais just knocked out back-to-back. 
Aljamain, shout out to Aljo. We yeah. can't wait to have you on, dude. We're coming for you. Love him. And Jimmy Rivera. So those are yeah, two guys. That that's really really. So he beat he beat Dodson in a split decision, right? Which is tremendously impressive uh, as a guy who's who's a perennial contender. Yes. And then KO's the listen the the, the the knee that he KO'd Aljamain with was like highlight reel. Sure. It really was. And then the same goes for Jimmy Rivera. We 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 should uh, we should privy the. You know the audience of those two. You guys should look them up. We're not on video here, but you should look both those knockouts out uh, up also. See there it is. I'm drunk. Okay. He oh, out, drunk in, out, in and around. I'm in, I'm out, I'm around. They get I got wood getting penetrated. Come all over the place. In and around my mouth. Yeah, yeah. What I was going to say was you get the idea. It's a, he, he he should be the next. Well, that's all I'm saying. I, and I have no problem with that. And then I He's know forgotten man. I I mentioned the sunset before. Right. There's guys that you can make cases for legit cases for that aren't reaches or whatever. But no, it goes more. Whatever, but it still goes. To, it still goes to my point of no, wow. Not. Look at you. This is. This, you I, I'm not even halfway done with this one. What are you doing over I'm there? Ramping things up. Dan said I was speaking too well. Okay. I'm fucking done speaking well, kid. What I was gonna say was I mentioned I, I mentioned the Sun South before. I and you got the. And what I was gonna say was there's these names and listen. We would there's there's a bunch of those guys that we'd love to see those fights. Yeah. But now that TJ. Has put away Cody twice. They're 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 talking about a. I'm gonna keep saying quote unquote super fight with yeah. him because it's not. Yeah. I don't think it is. If if, nah, if he would have won, that's that's a super I fight. I can't take it. Not yeah. too because I'm not swallowing. It doesn't have the resume yet to make that a super fight. If but that DJ is a won, typical UFC. The it's, modern know, UFC that's what I'm is about. a fucking quote unquote that's super fight. It's not a real super fight for any of the fans but, out there, the real fans. But you're right. I could see them pulling this bullshit. because what what. A, that's going to sell, quote unquote sell more. Yep. But if 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 TJ doesn't fight Suhudo, which he shouldn't, and I think we obviously we both agree Suhudo yeah. needs to fight DJ again. If because there's been so many times where a champion loses, whether it's um, uh, uh, Miocic recently, right. or if it was Aldo against Connor, or if it was uh, what's what, up with the what's up with the Miocic? Why why is Kenny always going Miocic? Can we just call him Miocic? Oh, is, that, is that easier to just... Can, can we just call him Miocic? What's up with the Miocic? Can we just call him Steve from Cleveland? Sure. So Steve from Cleveland... Right. Or any of these other guys that have had the title for at least a couple fights and then lose, and, right. but don't get an immediate rematch. Listen, if anybody deserved one, it was Aldo. I'll beat them, and, yeah. as, as much as... Again, I appreciate the running end of I'm not going down the Conor road, but... Yeah. You got to start for 13 seconds. You it's did hard say to he didn't deserve it because you were worried how, how would the rematch play out. That's why you were acting. No, like I, I was, I'm, I'm on to the next one always with yeah, Conor. Right. He, was, he was going for the 170 title. That's all oh, the 155 title against RDA next. Yeah. Um, that, what, 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 I, A, yes, what sells, but like, it's hard coming off huge, two, not super fights, but huge, uh, <laughs> Come on. Yeah. You can't do stuff like that when we don't have a video element because I'm gonna Sorry. you're gonna get derailed. I'm gonna laugh. Yeah. He just put up the picture that I took of his and I, I had it I zoomed in on the piece of wood that was in your cheek there. Now you're yep, you're zooming in. Thanks. Right there. That's what I had at first, but that gives you no context. So I zoomed out and made sure I got your hairy yeah, ass that's crack like, in there. That's you know, like as they say, uh, as the adage would go, a pimple on the elephant's ass, you know? Like it's supposed to be uh, It's not a big deal. Right. Got that, it. That too, yeah. That's like what that's that's what that looks like. 
my point is, if they don't make the quote-unquote super fight with Cejudo and TJ, who's TJ? Right, I'll give you a second. Sorry, okay. sorry. Go ahead. No, no, please keep who's going. Who's TJ supposed to fight that's going to make sense? Because you I can't, actually think... You, I, you, I, listen, if you put a sun out, whoever else you want to uh, put it, it's not... That's fight. That's that, so okay, make that fight. I got to tell you. Tell that's me, the fight. Okay, that's great. Make yeah. that fight. Tell me that fight is, is headlining a pay-per-view. No, no, but, it's but, not. But, but how often does this weight class headline pay-per-views? Fair That's enough. Rare. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. But this yeah. is the time to do it when you have a fucking huge star now who just knocked out his, uh, you know, whether, whether it's not whether it's forced rivalry or not. Yeah. He just knocked it, and, and his star power has never been bigger. When has TJ star power been bigger? Never, no, never. He's, he's he's doing his thing. This is the time to capitalize on it, and that's why I'm worried that they will make the Suguda fight. I, I that, that's the another reason. Gods, that's not right. That's why the, that was another reason why that's, I wanted that's Don, uh, so DJ to win because that that if you wanted to make that, then that makes sense. Look, this is what you, you do. This is what, this is what you do. What are you right? gonna do? This is what you do. I'm gonna, I, I like the the, gonna, the gonna, attitude you got right I'm now. I'm gonna circle back. This is gonna be good. This is what you do. Feeling himself. Okay, you bring you bring Dom back into the fold again. Saying he's healthy, right? Which we never know. Dom is a wild card that way. You bring Dom back in, back into the fold. Right. Dom is not afraid to sell a fight, okay? No. You bring Dom in. He's good on the mic. He talks a ton of shit. You got the old alpha male drama. You got the razor thin decision drama, all the shit. That's the fight to make. TJ, if you're going to motivate TJ with any fight other than the DJ fight that, that it, now that ship has sailed... And and shame on DJ, shame on DJ, and I don't want to I don't want to get uh, myself derailed here because I do have a point, but shame on DJ for missing the opportunity to yes. cash in because this is what MMA shows you is that even not getting knocked out, that's how that that's all it takes is that the next hungry lion coming at your neck, you missed out on on a payday. I'm not going to say it was you know earth shattering, never fight again, and all this kind of shit like generational wealth, but. That was the fight. Everybody knew that was the fight. I I was in DJ's corner, but look, hindsight's twenty twenty. In this case, I look at it and I go, if I if I'm being fair and objective, DJ, the ship has sailed. You missed out on it. You're not going to get that fight. You'll never see an opportunity quite like that again. Maybe you'll get the trilogy and all that, but you'll never see what you potentially had in a super fight with TJ. And it's going to take you another. You got to rattle off another. You know, well, I want to get back to the trilogy, win five fights, and blah blah blah. Okay, fine. But my point is, this is what you do to line this up and keep this division super exciting, which which says a lot about the UFC and the depth and how talent-rich this division they is. they got a chance here. These guys are very, very small individuals. It's very exciting, actually, what they've done in this division, right? So you've got you've got an opportunity to go TJ and Dom. Right. Fight's going to sell. They're, they're going to do a great job. They're going to sell that fight. It's going to be right. great. TJ's going to be super motivated, like I said. Dom is going to come in talking all sorts of shit. He doesn't feel like... Uh, like, like there's anything to prove here. He comes in. That's a guy. He already beat him. It's his belt. Never lost it. Da, 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 da. He's going to go on and on. TJ right? beats him. Fine. Then you can have Cruz and, Dun- and, and, and Cody, but go ahead. No. Okay, fine. I'm going to let Lineker and Marlon Marais, two murderers, murderers in that weight class, watch that highlight reel run. I, I should be working for the fucking marketing department for the UFC. That's you know what, Dana White? Give me a fucking call. It's not that hard to find me. Get to Sarah. Sarah, you get to Weidman. Weidman, you get to Gion. Gion, call Al. Al, you call me. I'll fucking see you in the morning, motherfucker. And I will will supplant LDS. Okay? (laughs) Who's LDS? Little Dick Sean. I will supplant Little Dick Sean. Make me the matchmaker, and I will make you some dough, my dude. Because back in the day, to be fair, they had... 
uh, Joe Silva doing yeah. the, and then Sean Shelby was doing the smaller weight class. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. Sean Shelby's doing all of them. They need another guy. Yeah, I feel like he's he's he, he's saturated. He's got too much going on, too much at stake. His responsibility, he can't. He's engulfed in it. Get me in there. Dude. And when we talked to him, he did seem a little overwhelmed. That's a side job for me. This is easy. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Fifteen drinks in Boom. on a Sunday. Boom. I'm making fucking magic. Sure. I just I'm came. Back. I came straight from Boston to here. I'll you know see you. Uh, yeah, that's all. I'm let let me about. get it. Let me get in there. You, you make the fights. Let me promote them the right way. Come Boom. find us, man. There's not gonna be any spelling or grammatical errors like they have all the time on, on, on their shit. I mean, can, yeah, can, can, you, you want to sell what, or you want to you want to you want to face you want a headshot. Hey, you want to you want a cum shot? Or you want a silhouette? You tell me. Okay, it's a fair point. We're, we're, we're waxing, motherfuckers, over here. We're ready to go, dude. Listen, with our well, we had nineteen. Now we have. That's a nice setup, though. I like that. What's that? What our feet? We're, we're down to eighteen followers. Listen, we have nineteen. We're back on the problem. We lost the, uh, as Dan would say, the bare knucking yeah, boxing, the bare knuckle boxing. We left. lost them, and I'm not. Shedding any tears over. Although I was anticipating who was going to be our 20th. Although Sean player. Merriman is going to enter that uh, bare knuckle boxing. I don't want to talk about it. I know you don't. Um, no, it's a fucking joke. Hold on. What do you got? got me derailed here. Don't you think that's a nice little way to set that up, though? No, absolutely. Okay, so just I, to recap, because totally you're, you're trying to collect yourself. Dom, ah, Dom and TJ. Yes. Phenomenal agree. rematch. Totally agree. No reason to make a super fight. Great fight there. You said he needed time to recover. Hopefully he can. Okay. And then you put Lineker and Mala Marais together, and you could put, like I'm saying, you could roll the tape on those KOs. I mean, Lineker is vicious. Mala Marais is just as vicious, but more technical. Oh, my God. I mean, explosive, explosive action. I love how that lines up. And now, the only dangerous thing about that, and and I'll cut myself off here, is if Lineker wins that fight, no one really needs to see Lineker play out again against TJ. But maybe by then, Cejudo has beaten DJ in a trilogy fight, and all of a sudden, you've got a super fight. Well, there that so you give yourself alternatives. You didn't mean to do it, but good job because that kind of segues to what I was going to try to shoe on in okay. here. Because you're talking about, oh, that's never going to happen, Bob. Oh, that ship is stale. Yes or no? Because what happens? I mean, you maybe maybe think of two fights, but what <clears> happens? <throat> because if they do what they should do, because yeah. they should always listen to us. Yeah. Is yes, Cruz and TJ. Yep. Okay, great. Now you run back DJ, uh, DJ and Henry. Uh, so who do you have to? You have, have to make that because you fucking. I don't want to hear any of those. Don't do something stupid. I don't want to hear anything else. Right? Exactly. Fuck off. So do that, and then let's say DJ wins. Yep. So now he's won. He's put that away. Yep. Now and then TJ beats Cruz, which I think we all agree will happen. Yeah, I believe so. So then now that I think that puts that back into play. No, it does. DJ versus DJ. It does in a way. Yeah, it does. If you if you want to go that route, I think that it puts it. Is it, 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 it not is as it sexy that it could have been? Right? It's no, not as sexy no. coming off the no. you know the the run that DJ was on and blah blah. blah but right. you can sell it as look. He got his his uh, his uh, revenge. His right. you know you know uh, blah, blah blah blah. Now you can just <laughs> really, you can sell, sell it on him getting his blah 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, it's not, not, it's not, it's not, it's not revenge is the word I'm looking for. It's, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't matter. The point is, he avenges his, uh, his loss and, and he, he wins two out of three. Now mm-hmm. you can, you can sell it better than, obviously you can't do it now, but it, he, he, you know, gets back his title and gets back his mojo, if right. you will, at 135. Right. Okay. Uh, 125, excuse me, DJ. And then you can if, if TJ if they both win the next fights. Hey, back on track. We sell it. It's not the yeah. same as TJ coming off starching Cody twice and right. DJ 
on his GOAT status. Right. Obviously not going to sell A, pay-per-view as much or just quote you know, promotion-wise sell yeah. as much as it would. But I think that it, there is a lane there for that to happen again and sure, sure. be a big super fight. Well, I, I could see that, but I think that actually what, what that would show us um, going forward is a bit of a changing of the guard and, and a, a almost like DJ passing the torch to TJ in that sense where it's like, now this is TJ's platform and TJ's fight, right? The UFC wants to see TJ then beat, I know this is terrible for radio, but we want to see TJ now, okay, uh, pod. Oh, okay. Hashtag under the lights MMA. Hashtag Hashtag high mighty. At under lights MMA. Email us again at underthelightsmma at gmail.com. Mm, empty the mailbag. Empty the mailbag. Drain the mailbag. Whatever. Just spell mail, M-A-L-E, and we will answer oh, wow. it. That was you're fucking, you're, you're Well, listen, it wasn't as bad when we... Jeez. Sorry about that. We're going to have to stop drinking here. Yeah. That I knocked down the entire mic setup. You did. Yeah. Or, yeah. That might have delayed us a little bit. God, I'm sorry. No, no, not at all. You just put I, I was just going to say, like, instead of... Instead of not that the UFC has ever given DJ the push. No. But UFC is not shy about getting behind TJ. I think he's got just enough of a mouthpiece. And, my God, his body of work is so exciting. I mean, he's just such an exciting character to watch fight. Like, I, I don't know what else to say. All I could say is he, he, he had me at hello. The second he turned the corner, <laughs> this fucking guy, I, I just want to kiss him on the mouth. I don't know what else to say. He's a beautiful man. No. But, but TJ really, he, he just has the it factor to me. And maybe it doesn't translate across the board. I don't know what the numbers will tell us, you know, the, the, the true story at the end of the day. But the footwork and everything he's doing from the moment that he beat. <laughs> Aldo's training partner. Dude, I'm gone. Uh, no, I... Who, who was the king of the bantamweight division before TJ stepped up? I don't know. Oh, you boy? Wasn't it Hanata? Was it not Hanata? Uh, yes. Your boy. You Well, not your boy, but you, you picked him in that fight that we, that we alluded to, that we talked about on a previous episode, and I was like, yo, he's going to lose. No. No, not him. No, that was Sansa. Barrel. Oh, Hannah Barrow. It's Hannah, not Hanato. Jesus Christ. That's yeah, what see, I was That's thinking. what he had me fucking I knew it was off. I knew it was off. Fuck me, man. I don't know why I thought you were going to bail me out there. I, I didn't know his name. Hennen I just figured I'd stare at you for a while. So, so <laughs> Hannah Burrell was thought to be, he was like the untouchable at the time, right? right. And and I actually didn't get to see this live, which was very unfortunate. One of the, one of the few fights that I wish that I got to see live uh, that I missed. TJ coming in as like a landslide underdog and complete not not that he like edged out a decision he completely landslot watch I, I, I'm yeah I'm falling apart the, the drinks are kicking I was saying a wipeout I'm saying landslide back out, and forth I'm like doing all sorts right, of weird shit TJ completely dominated and beat the living shit out of him yeah. and then they ran it back to be like was this a fluke no it wasn't no, it TJ Dillashaw is just the next big thing yes. and, that, and from that moment forward he has been the next big thing and the only time he got dethroned was in a, a, a very, very curious decision, although close, but a decision that I don't think either of us agree with, like we've said, with Dom. So for all intent and purpose, this guy's been on a crazy otherworldly run against talent that we, we haven't seen in this division before. So, you know, we're watching a guy totally come into his own, and I think that if, if the 
if the mega fight ever you know materialized thereafter where we like, we felt like we missed out on it previously i think it, it materialized in a way that this is tj's moment not dj's which is kind of the polar opposite in my opinion of what i thought going into yeah, the one that could have happened this kind time of flip you know what i'm saying yeah, i guess no, it took me a really long time and a lot of beers to get to this point and god thank you for sticking with me you. if you did which you probably none of you did but if you tried to stick with me there uh, thank you because I'm uh, I'm a uh, I'm a drunk. Hey, you know how hard it was for me to not jump in there when you said dethrone. <sighs> I'm falling apart. We talk about how you know Connor's first like sponsor and everything. Okay, fair enough. I'm, yeah, I'm, after I'm, all I'm, that, after Khabib with the T-shirt and all that kind of stuff. Yet, which is I'm pretty excited about. Well, you've you've done a great job with the uh, yeah. That, well, we don't have a video. The that apparel. Like I mean, it's been... It's either Fight Club, it's Mike Tyson, and it's SB, been affliction. Obviously, you don't want to overuse the word, but none of it's been affliction, apparently. You mean overuse it or just misuse it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've had a tough time, you know... Where are we at time-wise? Cause I, I, We're I, at 135 on the button here. So, just real We're not quick. doing a Clean Up Them Hand segment, which is tough, but we want to publish this quickly. Yeah. I'm too drunk to do it. Do you, else. real quick, I guess, to, to wrap it up, I we've, we've finished this, this pay-per-view, tremendous... Just to make a point, is we never wrap it up on under the lights of the podcast. I mean, why? Why would we? Why would we? Um, speaking of wood, do you, should we listen? We've talked about this before, or I have. You're going to go to Woodley right now. You're going to Tyrone. Well, 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 stay with me for a second. Is that we talk about? Hey, this card looks like crap on paper, and then it turned out to be awesome. Right. Hey, this card looks awesome. It's going to be great. Couple of fights drop out, or it's yeah. just boring, yeah. or it's not as what we expect it to be. Now, a lot of people, myself included, have been giving the next pay per view two twenty eight a lot of shit for it, their lack of whatever you want to say, star power matchups, whatever, blah blah blah. Mm. They have the flyweight women's flyweight, correct? Yeah. Uh, title that was originally the <laughs> for time. I mean, look at right. Me. Time look being me. was the headline mm. main event. Now they added Till and Woodley. Um, again, we're not going to get into the whole quarterly press conference. That'll fun be for fight. Pod. It, it's a fun fight. I think. Not just, just, give, just give our, our preliminary fight. thoughts on it to wrap up this pod. Yeah, sure. We, we are we are making conscious decisions. We can give this. We can give this them, five minutes in the yeah, yeah, not, not ninety minutes and under. We're going to try to keep right. the pods from right. now on to, to try to keep the listening on. We failed here, but we stole an hour. No, lost we're them good. Where are we? Minute thirty. Part, part thirty-seven. All right. So let's let's give our preliminary thoughts. We don't have to give predictions, but how we feel about this fight. I'll just real quick. I'll just say to start us off is that they did have the quarterly press conference, like we said. We're not going to talk about, it, but they had their face off. And listen, you don't know until they're standing right next to each other. I mean, yeah. you do. You can. You can listen. You can surmise, and you know how big. But it was like I, I a lot of things I repeat. It was stark. Yeah. How and again, I know Woodley's not the biggest one seventy year. Yep. But Darren Till next standing in front of him when he puts his arms up over him. Mm-hmm. It it looked like a light heavyweight yeah. up against a a light a, a light a 155 or like a lightweight. Yeah. It, it yeah. was crazy, yep. and that's not to say that Willie can't hold his own against guys that are bigger than him because he has. But it, oh my lord, yeah. Darren Till is a gigantic 170. And what, what do you say? He but, walks, but, but, what is he walking to the cage on fight? Look, day? this is this is. Pro- I think he was. Oh, north, I think he was north of 200. That's insane. But, but let me let me put it this way though, and I know this is this is like the obvious uh, take on this fight. But give me the obvious. Is he a welterweight? That's the, that's the obvious. He's not a welterweight if he can't make welterweight. 
And so the UFC, so the UFC just has nowhere else point? to go. So Colby's getting to sign this. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, I didn't want to go down this road, but we, I guess go, we, we have we to. do all this work, and Colby spends all this time in the press and pumps himself up and becomes this character. And I talked about it on the last pod. There was a plan for Kobe to go to Trump and get the photo which, off which and just happened. And he got it. Okay. But what's the point of it? Just in time trip? for them to just like take literally just like take a shit on the belt because it was a fake belt to begin with and just whatever, throw it out the window. I mean Dana's just he's all over the map. I listen, I want I want to make a point to say this because I know I kinda I kinda backtracked a little bit last time with Dana. We love Dana White on this podcast because he, he is just such a unique and unbelievable character. But my God, man, can we get a little consistency out of you? Like, you were fucking all over Colby and he's doing his thing and, um, you know, he, he's giving you the next best thing to some of these other stars and these mouthpieces and everything else. And then he has a he has a, a, a backstory and a history of training with Tyron. Tyron always needs somebody to pull the fight out of him and that's what Colby was going to do. Yeah. He needs a simple sinus procedure after working working oh, RDA, which is which is not a small feat. I mean, that was a really impressive performance. The very. guy backed up everything he said and had every one of us who were questioning what he could do in a cage saying, oh my God, all right, okay. maybe this guy is what he yeah. thought. Okay. Like he thinks okay. he is. Yeah, Fine, fair enough. Back-to-back Maya and RDA, that, that's no fucking joke. Impressive. That does enough that's for me to say, you know what, go ahead. If you're going to back it up with a little bit of talk and do that, Phenomenal! I can't wait to see that fight. Sure. You know, we'll just shelf it. Now that he's got a little momentum, we'll shelf him for no reason. He's two months behind our timetable. Let's bring Till in here, who just missed weight in his last fight. That's that's a in tough one for me, man, because now what are we going to do? We're going to get all hyped up, and then we're going to have a Yoel situation, like, like how that played out at middleweight, where he doesn't make weight, God forbid, and we got to just get completely deflated 24 hours Whereas before the fight. Whereas if he wins, he doesn't win the belt. Pressure. Yeah, Willie wins. He does retain. It's like, and, 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 on, and that man. used to be a that used to be a, a, a line in the sand that Dana used to draw and go. You know what? You can't fucking make weight. I'll see you at the next one. Right? That used to be something where the UFC took a hard stance, and right. I, I respected that stance because that 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 maintained the integrity of making championship weight. Okay, preparation, doing all the things you got to do to be a champion in this sport, and then you turn around and immediately take a guy who who comes off of a very questionable. Uh, you could go either way, but the, uh, a boring, lackluster decision over Stephen Wonderboy, which, you know, his okay, his style has a tendency of putting people in a way where it's a lot of counterfighting and, and you know, very curious kind of style to, to, to figure out and all this. Okay, fine. But let the guy go knock somebody out and start somebody before you step into the, and, and make weight. I, I, I got a problem with this. You know, give it another two months. Colby and, 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 uh, and Tyron could have easily gone on a, a bunch of media calls and built this thing up. Oh, I would have been really God. excited for this fight. Tyron's been difficult to get excited about for a little while here because he talks a lot and then backs up and it's decision, decision, this, this and that. perfect opportunity, like you, know, you said, to bring the fight out of the way. Get a little something out of the welterweight fight here where we're like, oh baby, let's, bring let's in the politics thing. into it and it would have been fucking great. find a way to, to, to sidestep it Again, short-sighted, reactionary, well, all this. You know, it's funny. It's a difficult thing, man. It's it's literally, tough. what I was writing as you were talking because yeah. you know, I was tuning out. My left but, cheek, just an update on my left yeah, cheek. Yeah, please give us one. Not getting any better. <laughs> is it getting worse or is it? Yeah, it's it's plateau. Is it plateau? It's, it's kind of like team out. <laughs> I got a team out the cheek over here. Is that what I was going to say? Was that uh, listen? It's something that we brought up uh, an episode or two ago, and I I guarantee it's going to be uh, a theme going forward. Is the short-sightedness of the UFC in general? Again, I don't think Dana is, is, is 100% to blame, but it is, it is a short, 
I think they got so much backlash when they released all the fights that were going to be on UFC 228. Yeah. And there are. There's some great fights on there. And, and like you said, it could, it, it could be like maybe not the most star power driven uh, card on paper. And it turns out to be great. But they got – I think they got so much backlash and so much shit on social media and whatever else. They were like, fuck, we need to do something. And again, short-sightedness. You put that fight together. Now what happens – listen. You, you might have just put yourself in – boxed yourself into a corner and put yourself in a position where – Till wins, you lose everything you had going, building up with Woodley and uh, Kobe. Yeah, where do you go from there? Now, if the UFC... Now, this is where... It, we were talking about win-win last episode. This is where it's a lose-lose. Because if Till wins, you can't have Till Kobe. I mean, you can. You yeah. can. If you have you will. You can, but, but no it's not the same storyline and promotion that it would have been yeah. with Kobe and, and, and Tyron. But if Tyron wins, okay, you still have the the win is right. you still okay now you can run now you can have the fight that you had and build it all up like you were yeah. gonna do great yeah. and now you, you already got the photo op with Trump you can use that Bob great yeah. terrific yeah. even though he's not gonna have it's it, a little dated at that point but you, you give can him do back the interim belt it goes back to us yeah what the fuck is that what are you doing with that right. interim belt well, hold on before we get nuts with that and, and go off on alright let's make a bunch of noise oh, well, there goes the but my point is but you know, the, the lose on that is yeah. is what do you, you, you see where I'm going here? Now you have... Yes, you got the Woodley-Kobe fight. Great. But mm-hmm. what do you lose? Till star power that was rising. Yep. And now you just killed You're it. right. And now you just fucking they killed They have it. a tendency to rush these potential Why? stars into a, into a fall... You know, like a falling from grace. It's happening actually... You know, it's a fight that I called for. And in hindsight, I almost wish I didn't. Because as, as a purist, again... Uh, the, 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 the Paulo Costa fight with, uh, with Yoel... That's a guy who you could you could line up and have him murder another middleweight, mm-hmm. and you're putting him up against a, a 40 plus year old monster who he most likely can't beat, but we'll find out in Yoel Romero. And you're you're giving a guy no room to grow within the division in a division that needs a new star, right? So um, it's not the wrong fight to make necessarily, but do you want to take a guy who's number eight and go right into a guy who just uh, barely lost the decision to, to Whitaker, and you know Whitaker's on the shelf for all this time, and now all of a sudden, Paulo Costa, who no one even knows, he's not a household name. He's just a he's no. a freak, and he's got the look, he's and got the, the body, all shit. You're just rushing him right into Yoel. Maybe there was another middleweight somewhere in there. Maybe there was a uh, you know a guy like a, a Branch. I know he's already booked, I guess, against Jacare. But if you if you book him against another guy who he could he could presumably take out. And kind of like add some some star power to behind his name and some momentum. Maybe that the, the UFC is better for that. Well, know? here here's, this is this is what they're kind uh, of truncating what what, what could well, be future the stardom. Well, again, short the short sightedness, yeah. the lack of star power, blah blah blah. Trying to make money again, like you said, make back the money yesterday. Yeah. Uh, now you get, and again, I'm not I'm not going to go down breaking down this fight and everything else. They, I think. Fall into this 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 trap too often, where they go, we're going to put all our eggs in one basket, and that's very a dangerous because if the fight falls through, you're fucked. Yeah. B, okay, you have that one off, and then what? Then you go back to the lull of well, we're trying to trying to build up yeah. these other stars. So now they got all their eggs in Khabib and Connor, which everyone's excited about. They're yeah. going to build the biggest fight in no, the history. Right. Blah blah blah. No, Absolutely, right. totally agree. Obviously, yeah. but after that, you get this. Is it worth it? 
to put all your eggs in one basket, this big one-off, oh, look, we made two million pay-per-view buys, blah, 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 and then going back to 200,000 buys. Wait, you, are, you, are you saying they shouldn't make that fight? No, 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 but I'm saying they're just putting so much promotion into yeah. the uh, perfect example. Again, we're not going to the press conference, but they go, hey, guess what? As I said, I, By I, the I way, they're going to be like, like hey, be like, hey, check this out, and yeah. run the trailer, yeah. and do a separate press conference some other time. For, for Conor Khabib, he's saying after the quarterly press conference that they released. Right. Uh, and Nate Diaz gets up and walks out and is pissed mm-hmm. off about that they're, they're putting all this shit in him. And I get oh, that's, it. That's and I'm not going down this. I'm not going down this road. But again, yeah. Nate needs to understand this is where the money is made. You need to promote. What he's got to do is he's got to take care of his business, and he's he's the bigger he's the bigger fight. He's the. He, I don't understand. They're actually setting him up for the perfect yeah. position. He's got a guy he can beat with an insane amount of momentum. You mm-hmm. know, with all these wins like we already talked about in Dustin Poirier. Go beat a guy who's who's well within your wheelhouse to beat. His skill set's right there. He's not going to try and hump you. He's not going to attack your legs the way that some of these other guys have, like an RDA or something. This is the kind of guy that I love Dustin Poirier and everything, but if you're going to put Nate in front of a guy who's right there at, at, at the on the cusp of a title fight, mm-hmm. and it's the perfect skill set to let Nate steal his shot, mm-hmm. that's the perfect guy to, to steal my shot, okay? So... You know, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how Nate misses the boat after being in this game and having his brother Nick in the game for he this just long. Get it. I don't know how he misses. Like, I feel like he does get it in a lot of ways most of the time. Mm-hmm. How do you miss the fact that they're putting you in a position where you put up this one time? It's been two years since you fought. Put up this one fucking time and you jump the line to be the biggest fight and probably the biggest payout next to Connor that the UFC has seen in the last five years. And you're just like, ah, fuck that. I should have been on the... No, dude, you're missing the point. You are the fight. The whole point of this fight coming up is so that if Conor wins, you are the motherfucking fight. The UFC is not rooting... No offense. UFC is not rooting for a Khabib-Dustin Poirier fight. No, they're they not. They might be rooting for Tony to work his way in. God forbid Conor loses. Like, they have some back... You know, some back-ended plans, like the backdoor plans. That, God forbid, there's, they, they got an escape route. But they're not rooting for a Dustin Poirier-Khabib matchup. They're very, very clearly rooting for a Conor McGregor, Nate Diaz trilogy fight coming off of on the same card or right around the same time frame, whatever. Back to back, yeah. Just phenomenal, phenomenal showing from Conor beating a guy that for all intent and purpose, he's never seen a guy with this kind of skill set and all the rest. That The Khabib fight puts him into the GOAT combo. And then yep. Nate's got a fucking perfect platform coming off of a, a Poirier win to be like, you know what? I'll fucking see you at the center of the octagon. I won two of those two fights. Let's go, motherfucker. You yeah. can talk all the shit. Well, that's a that's a that's a one point two five to one point five million pay per view buy kind of fight. Which, which and Nate fight? doesn't even want to talk about it. Nate, Nate and Connor. That's a psychotic. All right, well, fair enough. We're, 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 we're getting close to two million on that one. I think. Okay, fair. But, I, but just keep in mind, Stipe DC just did more. sub three hundred. But that's again. We're just trying to put this, things in context. It's the Conor McGregor I know you're fact. right. It's going to be all or nothing, right? Yeah. But here's the problem. I didn't want to go down this road right now. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll cut it real soon. But is that what are you doing? That's a burp. Sorry, the, this one. This one already ran out. We're still rolling on, on garage band. That, that that's the whole point. Is that we got to hurry. Nate wants to have it both ways and he can't. He gets so mad that they don't promote him and blah, 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 blah and then wants to have the payday that Connor has and this and that. You can't have it both ways. Either you play... I, I, listen, I respect that he doesn't play ball and he's not a corporate guy right. and he doesn't want to give the sound bites or not, not the sound bites or, you know, 
I think he's just playing this all wrong. And I know what you mean. I'll get into, yeah, more, I'll I'll get into it more depth in depth when we talk about the presser because I think there's a bunch of different things that he could have done yeah. better. Yeah. I think those things that he did, I, I guarantee, weren't staged. Uh, I mean, no, I mean, I'm not going to get into it. There's so much Nate shit from the past. Nate is a street dude. Like I don't. I mean, I think some of the things he's he does is, is, is <laughs> some of the things he does. They're they're relatively calculated. Yes, and I. Like I said, I give him more credit than maybe meets the eye. Well, he walked off with but the, the same the thing, I think he's one. Pretty, that yeah. was that was coordinated. They right. called him. Yeah, they Nick and everybody was, was like, "Come like off I said, stage. March of the Penguins." That's what yeah, that the was. March of the Penguins is one of the funniest things you've ever said in your entire uh, life. I wish the pod could appreciate that. When we get more into Connor in an upcoming episode, when it's more prevalent, um, when he's he, you know when when he's in the limelight, which he's a, about to be. Thank goodness, it's so good to have Connor back. Well, please, but when we do a full on, you know, maybe a trifecta, like a three hour. Potty just on Connor. Brett, we'll, we'll give Nate his his time. I think. Yeah, because I, Nate's a big part of what Connor's become in the UFC. Yeah, and I th- I think with that, I think that gives us a nice little tease to because the next one I think we should do a separate pod of the presser and the big fights that are coming up in the next few cards. Okay. Our plans as far as going to some of the fights, the MSG one, we're definitely going to do some of the stuff. Fight. We got stuff. some. We got some really big oh, potential geez. guests. I know we keep saying team. it, but I mean, yeah, coming. look. Uh, the, the reality is here that we're not going to stop pursuing this, right? right? So whether you want to listen or not, I don't give a fuck. All this I know is we're going to keep coming, right? I actually Everywhere. Really I, I, I beg you. I'll suck your dick if you listen. No, I'm just kidding. Just subscribe. You don't even have to listen. Just subscribe. I'll suck your dick. No. In all, in all seriousness, we're, we're, co- we're coming for your motherfucking neck, right? We said. Listen, you ate. Hey, if you. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. Please. You let us in here. What are we going to do? We're going to do some damage, Right. <laughs> We're coming for you, okay? Just like Drake Jersey Rogers said. And at the end of the day, the reality is we've got we've got some people here who are, are willing to get in there and, and give us a couple minutes of their time. And we're going to, in advance, we're going to thank them for that opportunity because yeah, the reality absolutely. is everybody needs a platform. Everybody needs, you know, need their time on the mic to, to have a shot at this thing. Um, there's a lot of people out there. Anybody can record this. It's easy to do. But we're going to stay dedicated to this craft. We think that we have the potash. Okay, we have the dash to be big dash. here, and we're not going away. So get used to it, motherfuckers. We're coming. Absolutely. All right. And listen, I think that's great. We leave it off like that. We'll do the next episode previewing the big fights coming up and the cards coming up again. Like I said, I was going to say our plans coming up. We're definitely going to the MSG show. We're going to go yeah. to some of the the fight week events. I think, I think there's. Week. I think I, I don't know for sure, but I feel like um, Chael and Fedor fighting in Long Island. I think I heard that okay. recently. So we'll do that. We're, we're not bigger than that. I mean, we we might not be. That might not be the number one fight, you know, on our radar. We're not circling that on the calendar, but but it's it, certainly but it not is. Hold on, it is over. under the lights MMA. It's not under the lights UFC. No, correct. I'm just saying we're not. We're not. We're definitely not too big to be like, oh fuck that. No, no. no. We're gonna go there. We're gonna do our best. I want us to get credentials. I want us to to really start to you know gain traction in this space, and I think we can. So and it's a good um, outside chance that we go to the Toronto car too. I think it'd be yeah. cool if we went international, maybe make do some networking up up in. Oh, look, I'll, I'll finalize the uh, the divorce, and then we'll move on. We'll, 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 we'll go to Canada. You gotta get married first. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true. But you know, um, I thought it was better that way than saying finalize the breakup. So do you want to? On the way out, I mean, just... Uh, Adios.